There goes the click. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're back with our uh, lovely guest, Mr. Dan Tur from Inked Up Merch. He, he uh even brought us some nice gifts like he got us all t-shirts yeah thank you for that wow, thank nice. you so much yeah it's almost like you would think there was like a misspelling or something on that but. well oh wait you know for neanderthals like myself that can't really spell too good uh everything is you know like i, I didn't I see didn't, it yet yeah you know what oh, i'm oh, saying oh, oh, you, oh, you, yeah i didn't give you yours i didn't see it yet yeah what? so uh, yeah basically uh new release in the store uh That'll be hopefully should be up next week. It's a little mashup of uh, a Ramones, well, the Ramones tease with right. the, with the eagle, uh-huh. and uh, instead of Ramones it says Gore, and it's got a bunch of the uh, special effects oh, artists' shit. names. Nice, you got man. Savini, Thank you, Nicotero. So uh, I go to post it on on the Inked Up Instagram. Mm-hmm. Psyched, you know. Here's a video. I have Pet Cemetery playing in the background as, with the reveal. Couple hours later, you could adjust it. Uh, okay. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Couple hours later, girl or guy, I don't even know. A girl guy. Girl guy. You might want to check the spelling on Winston. There's <laughs> oh, an extra no. T in there. And I was like, fuck. God the number one it. thing in the business. Always spell check, but I was just so stoked on this design. So, needless to say, I brought you guys some. Uh, some gifts. That's all right. Yeah, but man. It, I, when I saw it, I didn't even like. I was just like, "This is great. I loved it." No yeah. one noticed it for a long time when I put the video up. It makes it more of a limited edition. It's, it, now, now it's, li- so yeah, you guys, you it's guys, like the, it's like the Billy Ripkin card. <laughs> you, you guys got fuck faces. Yeah, we got sure. fuck faces. <laughs> so, so, all right. But, yeah. Um, before we get into the the clothing, um, I know that uh, I mean you've been in a whole bunch of bands, and uh, were you always a bass player? Is that how you started? No, no, no. I started off as a guitar player. Okay. Um, this friend at the time, um, he uh, he picked up a guitar, and then I was like, oh, in ba- sh- in Bayshore? No, he lived in Smithtown. Okay. Uh, we had met at uh, summer camp. This is how long ago this is. Yeah, I feel like you have a strong connection to the Smithtown Kings Park. It's all through this kid that I was friends with. Um, and uh, through that, yeah, that's that's where the doors opened. Does this kid have a name? Uh, his, his name's Joe. Okay. Uh, we'll, we, le- we'll leave it at Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we you know, uh, we don't talk anymore. Okay. I had a falling out. I mean, if I saw him, you know, it's, it's. I mean, the last time I saw him, it was it was fine. He used to be in This Is Hell in the, in the, the okay. kind of like in the beginning and- yeah, you know, it was it was it was what it was, you know. But uh, yeah, because I, I know it, it just like a uh, like I said the the Smithtown Kings Park area connection. Like I mean, oh. that, that's where I always thought you, you were from. Until, yeah, until uh, that's where I lived. I might as well just live there. Yeah, until I mean, that, until Chris Longuito is like, nah, like I'm, uh, you know, like I know him from Bayshore. Yeah, like, really? Like, okay. So um, so, is, so yeah, yeah, picked up the guitar, took lessons. Biggest one of my biggest regrets today is, is is quitting the lessons when I did, but uh, it was enough to start you know this band. So through Joe, uh, Joe was friends with uh, Jeff Tio. Okay, um, and uh, he was doing this uh, punk. But he was more of a he was well still is he's he's, he's punks is like is his his big thing you know uh, when it comes down to it, and he was doing this uh, band called Clump. And there was tracks like Killer Space Monkeys from Hell, you know. 
Chris the, was in that band too, right? Chris uh, Gleason. Gleason. Yeah. Yep. That's when he joined around, and, and we, him and I connected immediately because we were both hardcore kids. Guy's still like I the mean, best he, drummer. He was way too good for that band. He was so good. So, like, you know, here I am, like, just like kind of a f- couple months fresh out of like a couple, like a year of lessons, and here's Gleason, you know, playing these songs like way tighter than they should be. Yeah. yeah. You know, so we did that, and, and from that was it, it turned into the warped into uh uh backup plan backup plan okay yeah and, and that uh, was like what what year was that so that was i want to say 99 2000 okay um and there was there was a there was kind of a falling out um basically got a phone call one day from gleason it was like the middle of the night and he's like dude band's done and I was like, "Huh, uh, all right, like that's that's weird, like because we had just started doing the bat, you know, we we were all on the page, like let's start to be a little serious because we were growing up, or like this this band clump is not gonna go go anywhere. Not that we had like aspirations of you know, you know but but were you guys trying to like tour? Were you guys trying to make that's, records? Yeah, that's or? the thing. We want we want we want to." tour were, were make, you friends with bands that were touring you're like oh we want to do the not same really no? not really the, the bands we we're friends with were all just still playing long island a lot uh I, you know the, the weekend warriors here and there but but we knew that the band clump was not going to turn into anything yeah. serious because it wasn't serious i mean you know well, I mean, just like I guess, even like the maybe the song titles that you mentioned too. Oh yeah, Killer Space Monkeys from Hell. Uh, we had a like? song called Twenty Five Twenty Five about the movie Speed. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Keep it up to fifty five. Keep it up to stay alive. Nice. All right. There, there's you know so, but I loved it. Yeah, I, of course. That, you know, like, and it was funny because I think we were like asked to do a reunion uh, with Matt Roaring. I think uh, you know he was in the. You guys know Matt Roaring? Yeah, of yep. course. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. I just saw him on Monday when yeah. we went to trivia. They were doing a, uh, I think they did a microwave orphans reunion, and that was that was our boys. You know, yeah, it was yeah. us, microwave orphans, forty eight in the basement. Yeah. Um, just recently, right? It it wasn't too long ago because their their drummer had moved to uh, Australia and okay. he was back in town. They figured let's do this, and we were asked, and I hit up Gleason and Jeff and, and it seemed like there was like a little hesitation because it was like, no, now we're in our thirties. Yeah. And, and I feel, st- I, I understood what they were saying. It's like, all right, now I'm standing up here in my thirties playing yeah. killer space monkeys from hell. Like Jeff is like a surgeon or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff's surgeon, you know, uh, Gleason's in the medical field, yeah. you know, it's, it's just, you know, it's just one of those bands you don't do a reunion. You don't do a reunion with that band. It, it just doesn't happen. Because I mean, you you still have to get together and practice, and you have oh, to like yeah. like the thought of it is like cool. And then you're like, oh wait, I have to like stop like watching like you know, uh, Grey's Anatomy or whatever you're doing on a Monday <laughs> yeah. night to go practice. I, I mean, the last time I was playing these songs, I was wearing Jankos. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it, no. Yeah. 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 You would have to like borrow Jenkos just for the show, right? <laughs> I do have a pair, but they're cutting. They're cutting <laughs> still, but they're cutting the shorts now. Okay. Yeah. And that but would, uh, that would have worked. But no, it's it's, it's a bummer because I, I, it was it was a bummer and it was you know it's, it was cool it was a cool idea but and, and I think the show actually got canceled. I think there was a snowstorm that day, but that's getting completely off topic. But yeah, so but um, so then from from like the backup plan, uh, the, the, they tell you that it's over. But yeah, it, but yeah, it's not Gleason, over. It was weird. <laughs> I, I knew something was up Maybe because you, Gleason is a very Gleason is like. 
I'm the drummer and that's kind of where it ends. You know, like that's it. I show up, I play the drums, I kick ass at it and that's it. So I'm getting this phone call from him and I'm like, all right. And then the following Monday, uh, a mutual friend of ours, you know, there was, there was this whole crew of, of the Kings Park Smithtown guys that all went to uh, Stony Brook uh, University. And uh, my friend Tom calls me up. He goes, dude, they got back together, but without you. What, like by Monday? Like two days? It was, Oof. it was, t- to this day, I really don't know. And, and do you feel like maybe it's just like they were all from the same area and they all, all kind of no had nothing to do with that. The thing that was that I may think it was and 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 I don't want to like it's all cool now, you know. Like yeah, of course. You know, like, like you know, Jeff. They're not I, listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you got three Modellos in. So yeah, let's yeah, go. yeah. So I'll probably suck <laughs> you and lots of shit about my childhood. Nice. <laughs> but um, no, I. I, what, so at the same time, I was doing this side band with Gleason, this hardcore band called Center Zero. Okay. And uh, I think what the case was, was Joe, my friend Joe at the time, who, who introduced me to all these guys, I, he was also a hardcore kid. And I think there was some kind of like jealousy that was going on. I, I don't, this is what I can gather. I don't, to this day, I, I don't know what it was. And I think he, he may have persuaded some uh okay. some things i don't know but at when i found that out i was fucking pissed i was really fucking pissed because I, it was it was such a great time for me where i was like here i am doing this punk like kid dynamite type kind of band and then i'm doing my hardcore thing on the side so you get you the, know? the two flavors yeah so i'm system. getting to do both like kind of genres i love and then i just get you know instead of confronting me i and saying this is what the deal's going on and asking me yeah it's it's always difficult like when you don't want to be in a band with someone for whatever reason whether you're the person getting kicked out or kicking out like a, i i almost would rather get kicked out than kick someone out it's just it's just i don't know it's never fun no and and it, and it ruined and friendship never, for years yeah. for years um and uh and i and you know were uh, you playing guitar in both yeah, yeah, I was playing guitar on both, and uh, yeah, yeah, got uh, that's and and after it happened, nothing was even after my friend Tom told me about it. No, no one from the band contacted me saying what was up, what why, you know. Um, so I was pretty ticked off for a while. I mean, I'd be going to shows. And you guys were like still young, so you figure. You oh were... yeah, it was. Yeah, that's that's the other thing too. Is it was he was young. Yeah, it was young. It was just easy, stupid shit. It was going just on. like almost like better to avoid certain things you know like now it's like you know you might want to like talk shit out which you know it's just dan let's sit down and talk about the band right now you know yeah back then it's just like and then there were no cell phones right oh i think it was beepers still beepers yeah so it's like it's like no one's gonna beep each other yeah like you didn't get a one four three or a six nine or something nothing like that no eight six seven five three oh nine or the uh what's you could do like could you do the penis the eight and the, and the equal boobs. signs. Yeah, you can write boob. <laughs> <laughs> the first trick you learn with a calculator in like second grade. Yeah. So, but right. yeah, not to not to go into nobody cares about this anyway. But but uh, so yeah, I mean you know uh, years went by. I was so now now I'm just doing Center Zero, and after a while, like I really want the tour with that band. You know, we want to re- record a record, and we started recording a record. And our vocalist didn't show up 
turned out he had uh, went to Albany to see his girlfriend for the day, and and that Ooh. Center Zero was just going like nowhere too. And I was like, guys, you know, I, I really want to tour with this, you know, and I don't know if the motivation was was there with everyone. You were else. just itching to tour, basically. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Did yeah. you ever scratch that itch in any any of the bands? Yeah. So uh, not for two years upon years later. So we did uh, after that. He did a band uh, with Rick uh, called Her Less Words. Okay. Which, oh, I think he mentioned. Uh, yeah. Oh man, that that the name of that band is just makes me want cringe. Really? <laughs> it's so fucking bad, man. And, and I, I, I and it's the one band I I can't listen to anymore. Just bec- that. So that band I sang. Who the on. fuck named it that then? So here, here the original thing was it was kind of like a concept thing, uh, like Rick Operation had, Minecraft. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, wall. believe me, I already know because I think he mentioned he wanted to do Minecraft. So, so like, yeah, Rick had these songs, and I think he had some lyrics. And I think he wanted to call it "My Last Words," which was better, a lot better compared yeah. to. Her. And I made a joke since we knew this was going to be kind of like a emo. I know you hate the term emoish. Yeah. Oh, excuse me, emo-ish band. Even though the songs really were kind of metal, had a lot of metal influence. But I joked out saying, what about her last words? And then they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no. And then... No, it's cool. You see like a, a dead female. We'll go with it. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> It'll and, be huge. So, so yeah, so that was Rick and I, uh, Chris from Subterfuge, the singer, and Enriquez. Oh, okay. Um, and... This is actually kind of goes to Sky King falling a little bit. We, our first bass player was a guy named Mark. Yep. We still, yep. Mark uh, was going to Five Towns College, mm-hmm. same same time I was. And I don't know how he found out. He's like, dude, I heard, are you Dan? You guys looking for a bass player? All right, you play bass? Sure. Yeah. Uh, he didn't last very long. Yeah. But uh, it wasn't bad terms or anything like that. I don't know what happened. Oh, what happened? He was a nice guy, though. Awesome guy. He was really, yep. really, really like one of those guys. Is like so nice. You're like, all right, what's up with this guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've met people like that. Yeah, and like luckily, like the person I'm thinking of actually is really that nice, <laughs> <laughs> and she's the one who does our, our who did our logo. Oh, there you go. It's my friend Mariko. It, uh, she is like I when my my bass player Dave first started dating her, I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, why is she so nice? It makes no sense. Like, why is she? So? And then she's really that nice, actually. You went to Five Downs College. Yeah. So? I did too. So yeah. you're a big success in the music business. Yeah, like yeah, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I went to the Institute of Audio fuck Research. Fuck you, Five Towns College. <laughs> big fuck you to Five Towns. Seriously. Anyone who's thinking about going to that fucking school, fuck that. Do not place. waste your parents' money. Seriously, or your own, like me. You are not going to be every successful month. I'm still cutting them. Fucking check. college. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking college is bullshit. I'm, I'm going to be cutting talk. the check to I'm Sally just... Mae on my deathbed. Probably <laughs> it's my last motion with my hand. I'm just glad Dan's parents let him go to that. Yeah. I know they don't let you do many things. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) I just started drinking Coca-Cola Classic last week. (laughs) Did they drive you to Five Towns and wait outside? (laughs) (laughs) I said, down the road. Meet me down the road. (laughs) I brought your Jenkos. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you got a clean pair of Jenkos. You got your shorts for gym class? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's basically fucking 13th grade over there. Pretty much, huh. yeah. 13th grade. So, um... So, yeah, her last words, we released a demo. We it played was, a show together, too. We played, Remember yeah, that? yeah. Bowling alley. What was that, Comac Bowling Alley? Yeah, that was when I was oh. doing uh, benefit shows. Yep. Um, 
my mom was uh she had passed away from multiple sclerosis so i was doing a bunch of benefit shows when mm-hmm. she was still around just to uh you know i was donating money to the to uh, the ms society and then eventually i was like you know what fuck all these institutions i don't know where this fucking money's going my family needs the money and it's going to go right now i know where it's going straight to like because yeah. she got really bad where she had uh living aid and stuff like that so that's sh- those 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 bills pile up quick yeah. so sky came falling chris came through in a fucking heartbeat yep and that's i i like as if i couldn't love that band enough yeah when chris said immediately yes and I looked up to you guys so much as a band as it was, and we said yes. I was like so stoked. And Chris was giving me numbers to like uh, Turmoil, uh, like Stretch Armstrong. Like I knew these bands were going to play, but the fact that he went out of his way for that. Sorry, I'm getting off topic. But, no, no, that's but, uh So yeah, yeah, and and we got uh, this email once, and we we're so naive looking back at it because we got this email. It was like. Hey, I'm so and so management from uh, we represent like Glassjaw and blah blah blah. Can you send us your demo? And we were just like, "What the fuck?" Listen, that's the email that now you get, and everyone like is weary. But back then, if you got it, like right. you know, now everyone has that story for like the last twenty years. Like <laughs> back then, you're like, "Holy shit!" Right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you think you're onto something. Meanwhile, that is like a copied and paste. Yeah. Email. I mean. How genuine it was, who knows? But it boosts their spirits. I, I'll yeah. tell you a funny, funny story real quick. I remember uh, just like maybe like five, six, seven years ago, my friend Joe Seattle uh, posted something um, on Facebook, and it was like uh, you know I just got a, an email from some guy in the fucking Philippines or some like fucking country yeah. like that. He's like telling us how much he loves Halfway to Hell Club or some shit like that. And I'm like reading everything that he's saying. And I was like, wait a minute. And I look at my email. I'm like, we got the same email. Oh, <laughs> Maybe that's God. the guy listening to the show. Yeah, yeah. the podcast guy. <laughs> so like it was just the same thing. And I'm reading it. And then like I, I hit up another friend of mine. And I was like, did you get this email? And they're like, yeah, we got this email too. <laughs> it's like, wait. So 10 like local bands right. all got this. E- it was just funny. Like, you know, like I'm like, I don't want to burst bubbles. But I'm like, yeah, no. I'm like, I don't know what this is. It's. Probably not. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he he liked our stuff. <laughs> yeah, but Dude, I, I mean, Europe yeah. with hard, with United States hardcore. Yeah. I don't I know mean, how they would have gotten our stuff. But. Yeah, so we yeah we sent in the demo. Of course, we didn't hear anything, and and, and the band went off for a little more, a while longer. Enriquez finally left because I think All of My Princes was really was really uh, they were peaking, man. They were yeah. getting huge. See, no time for this fucking band. And we tried out a few other friends for drummers, and that wasn't working out. And you know, like I said, Mark was only in the band for a little while. And we had our friend Jeff, uh, not, not Jeff to you, another uh, Jeff Harris. Shout out to Jeff Harris. Um, and uh, you know, he 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 played, and we decided Rick. I think uh, kind of pulled the plug finally because it was like again trying to tour, wasn't really happening, and uh, you know, it was it was just the right time. And yeah. it, was, it was cool though, but it was cool because, uh, not to sound egotistical, but like our last show, we sold out. We sold out this uh, free. Uh, That's not egotistical. That's facts. <laughs> it was cool because um, what I took from that last show was one. Of, one of the things I took was it was, I think it was was it Greenport? No, not Greenport. Freeport. Freeport's out of, out east, right? No, no that's that... no. Freeport is. I I would say Greenport then. 
Good, good, free, po- yeah, free ports in Nassau County. Nassau Green County, ports right. on the North Fork. Dude, That's, this is how long I've been off Long Island. Yeah. It fucking sucks. There used to be shows out there, though. It's quite yeah. possible. Eastport. Eastport. Okay. That's it. Oh, okay, yeah. Eastport. There yeah. was this Bumble VFW. Fuck. There was this VFW. A friend of ours was, was doing uh, <laughs> it's a big city. <laughs> was doing shows at, and we decided to do our last show there, and we had dearly departed. Mm. Um, played. Anthrabe f- played. Strong Point played. And I remember Mike. I got on the mic and said something about Malama? us. Yeah, Mike Malamo. Nice. And I, you know, this is like, you know, I've always looked up to Mike, you know, with yeah. inside and everything. And, and I remember he said something about, it was very genuine. It was just about like when your band breaks up. I, I don't remember exactly what he was getting into, but it was, that was the theme and like how it's hard when the call quits and this and that. And it was really cool. And just like the fact that like, wait, you're not letting any more people in the, like, they came for like us. Yeah, mm. you know the name of the band is her last words, right? Yeah, like you know. So that was cool. And yeah, then, that's awesome. Man. So that's that's like uh, you know when the hard work like pays off. Yeah, and you're yeah. Like, Holy was, shit! You're like people are here. Kind of gave a shit. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. But now I can't listen to that band. I can't. I cannot listen to my voice. It's it's just unbearable, man. It's was just, that the last time that you sang lead? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no. So the next band I did was My Mind the Curse. Quick, quick, lasted for two seconds. Um, it was basically like Rick and I, John, Johnny from uh, Johnny yeah. Moore. And we're just like, hey, let's rip off Converge. <laughs> That's no, pretty hard to do vocally. There's Jesus. no bands on Long Island from, from, that sound like Converge. So yeah. let's just rip off Converge. And literally the demo we put out was that this was Rick's idea. All songs are ripped off. Or by Converge or something like something like that, and literally the, the demo was like actually one of our like practices that Rick like recorded on his like Tascam like fucking you know uh, recorder and and that band didn't last very long um, because uh, Johnny and I moved out to California. And, oh, uh, when, really? Because didn't he just go back there recently? Dude, he's been back and forth. Besides the time I moved out with him. Did he move back twice? Once or twice? Yeah, I feel like he went over there yeah, and like yeah. started like... Because like I always see yeah, his... He was, like, he's like really into like pop music oh, now. Oh, dude. That's what, well, that's what he's trying to do. He's, yeah. trying, he's trying to uh, be a writer and... Uh, I know like producer. Yeah, he's, I know he's trying to do stuff for shows, like yeah. the music for shows. So why, why'd you move out to Cali? I was... So this was 2004-ish. And um, it was just... Uh, you know, I graduated from Five Towns, so I'm thinking, hey, I got this business management degree. I got to go straight to LA. So make I, this that's happen. you know, so you're looking records. for a manager, man. You know, Five Towns promised me the job, so uh, so you want so, to go? So I want, you got I off want the bus to, like Axel, <laughs> and then welcome to the Jungle Video. Where's Capitol <laughs> Records? Point. Well, me did you direction. get off the, the bus more like Axel or the girl from Fallen Angel? <laughs> <laughs> Not even close to either, man. <laughs> Were you wearing snakeskin cowboy boots? I wrote, I wrote in, <laughs> I wrote in on my fucking Toyota ter- uh, Corolla. That's how I got in after a fucking cross country trip, which was awesome. But um, I, you know, Johnny was telling me he was moving. I was like, and I was like, you know, I was at this point where I had been working for my friend's screen printing embroidery shop, and I really wanted to give the music business a shot. And I said, you know, there's nothing really going on for me in New York. Maybe something happened in Cali. And I wrote to all the labels, Epitaph, Re- Revelation. What were um, you writing though? Like for your- just kind of like, uh, 
like a, a co- like kind of like a cover letter, uh, resume, you know, sending my resume, hey, to work for a label, to, yeah, to work for a label, you know, kind of like A and R publicity. A and R is the dream. Yeah, yeah. So, but I was willing to take anything. Yeah, of course. You know, fucking we did the boy. same exact thing, except I tried it in the city. In the city, just blanketing any label. Oh yeah, would, yeah. My for marketing. Yeah, my friend uh, just like when we when we went to sleep no more. His like wife works for Matador, and like joking oh well, not jokingly but i was like yeah i was like i'd like to work for a label he's like i can get you a job at matador but now that i'm like old i'm like well it's gonna pay me half of what i make now yeah <laughs> so, you still, gotta get it when you're young man. yeah exactly yeah. but now i'm thinking like wow sure like he's like i think i can i'm like for a second i'm like i was thought an a and r guy that was my dream of course just scout and oh, for people that, that th- i think it's every single person that applies in that <laughs> for people it's a music lover for yeah, yeah for 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 music lovers and for people that to this day still love new music sure. it's just like like today like six new records came out and i'm like listening to all of them right. like what the fuck the so. industry changes so fast i mean but it, from the time i graduated to like what i mean it's like a foreign fucking language yeah. every yeah. year probably changes now you know it's so fluid. there's only one person at the label at this point right oh yeah they downsize <laughs> they, they downsize so much the place i in, i interned at island and then I, when, oh, I, went, island. when i graduated nice. they had sold and when i had interviews at def jam yeah. and it was literally on the same floor i interned on the year before except it was island records and that was def jam they were just like dropping yeah. flipping selling this and that everyone i knew that i worked with was fucking gone yeah like, oh great I'm not getting this. So <laughs> did, did anyone write back or so, so Revelation wrote back. Oh cool. And I was I was like, Whoa. Nice. And but it wasn't it wasn't, hey, we'd like to, you know, interview. It was listen, right now we're not really hiring, we don't have anything, keep in touch. You know, and it's it's it was a pretty genuine, sincere email, uh, the way I took it. Mm-hmm. And uh so Johnny was ready to go. Actually the the night we left was the night of my last uh, tribute show for my uh, benefit show for my mom. She she had finally passed in 2004. So this was like a good fresh start, you know? So we had the last show for my mom <laughs> and Johnny. I had her cars packed up. We left after that night and uh-huh. uh, st- made our way to California. So I had nothing p- really lined up. We did fly out first, but, that's not worth you know, getting into it, you know, to get all the yeah, yeah. apartment shit set up. Right. So we finally moved out. I didn't have anything job related set up. So it was, it was kind of scary. You know, yeah, because like, like, how the fuck do you pay your rent? Right. Just for money right. saved? Uh, money saved. Not a cheap town to live in. Not, no. Well, we went to North Hollywood, which is okay. not, it's not as bad as you think. There is a lot of parts of California that you think are like, oh man, that must be so expensive to live there. It's right. nothing compared to long, when you're coming from Long Island. It's nothing compared yeah. to it. I mean, this place is just. Oh, I would no. love to come back to Long Island and live here, I and there's no it. way I could. It's brutal. Yeah. Um, but uh, you could always get your dick sucked for money out in L.A. doing yeah, porn. West Hollywood. Yeah. You like, could have just swung over there. Yeah. Yeah. Make to a make a quick bucks. To make a rent. tall drink of water like you. And, and all, <laughs> <laughs> nice handsome little guy like you. <laughs> Dude, there's a lot of hair on it. Yeah. <laughs> Even better. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I got a job at Kmart. Okay. So that's th- to help just kind of pay the bills for a while. And uh, what the yeah. fuck was Johnny doing? Johnny was doing a band. He was doing this band that ended up being called Astronaut. Um, and uh, I, yeah, 
Did you make the shirts? Is that what I the did name not make the way? shirts? I was I was uh, done with that for a while. Uh, when great... did you start doing? You, so you did shirts before, dude. I started printing and embroidering back in like '99. Wow, actually, shit. yeah. Um, so at no time that you that you moved out there that you thought to yourself, "This is how I'm going to make a living." You didn't think so. All right, so so what happened was uh, again. Long story short, you know, Rev said, "Keep in touch." All right, I'm going to keep in touch. Wrote wrote them again after like Kmart was just miserable. I don't, I don't know who really does enjoy a job at Kmart, uh, especially when I was working in the hardware section, which is like the boringest fucking department ever. I'm mixing paint. I yeah, know you guys got hammers. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> dude, the, the coolest thing that happened to me there was one time a guy came in, and he was the drum. T- I don't even know how I found this out. He was the drum tech for Deftones, and I was just like, you know fanboy he's not even he's not even a fucking member yeah. he's, the, he's the fucking drum tech but oh like, you know abe yeah you know abe tell him i said hi and uh and uh alan wrenches he was i don't know what the fuck he was looking for but uh i was just getting so sick of that fucking job man yeah, and uh, so i said let me send another email uh to rev see see where they're at and uh um they wrote back and they were like we were just going to email you. Wow. Okay, get out of here. Uh, publicity job. Jo- uh, Revelation records. Yeah, nice. publicity. The publicity uh, position opened up. So uh, went there in an interview. Uh, luckily, uh, a friend I'd made, which I know a lot of people know, Ray Harkins from uh, Taken. Uh, he's. Uh, he is just one of those people. Everyone in the hardcore, uh, fr- friends with Thrice, uh, friends okay. with Curl Up and Die, friends with, uh, he has his own podcast. Uh, I think it's 100 Words or Less. Great dude. Cool. Super nice dude. And we barely even knew each other at the time. And he went out of his way to put in a good word about me. Just because we had like a, a couple mutual friends. Nice. Um, and that was fucking awesome of him because yeah. he, he. I mean, that's how that's how anything happens. Sure, it was fucking. To this day, uh, I can't thank him enough for doing that because, like I said, it wasn't like us here as friends. It was like, oh, okay, so you're friends with this guy, and he says to put in a good word. All right, so uh, the interview went well, and I got the job, and um, it was fucking a dream come true. Wow, uh-huh. it was fucking awesome. Um, you know the pay. Who, who were you fanboying on, uh, on the roster at that? Point? Oh, dude, I was talking. So, the roster at that time, it was great. I worked with um, the, the new the new A and R guy was this guy uh, Bob Shed. Um, big shout out to Bob Shed, um, and he was turning Rev around back to kind of its roots. Um, one day he pulls out this sheet. I remember he pulled out the sheet. He's like, "This is the plan," and it was like all these bands he planned on signing and getting, and they were all like uh, sinking ships, which was a, a, like a kind of a straight up hardcore punk band from Washington state. Uh, another band called shook ones. Yeah. I yeah. feel like you would know them. Yeah, yeah. I know you're into that kind of uh, lifetime yep. stuff. And plus just the, the name shook ones is a mob deep. Mob song. Deep, right. Um, and then he had uh, who else was lined up to sign down to nothing. Um, there was this band called Twilight Trans uh, Transmission that was uh, members of uh, they were kind of like an all star yeah group 
from from Cali. Uh, one of the guys was playing in uh, um, the fuck's that band? Ignite. Okay. Um, so, so he has the sheet, and, he, and, and he's, it's just, and at this point, still curl up and dies, putting out a new record, which I was a huge. So I was, I was definitely fanboying on them. Okay, you know, because I was, I was huge into metalcore, and I still love, I love a lot of that stuff. But um, the cool thing for me was when the old, the old roster guys would call up. Of course, you know. So one day I talked to Tom Capone on the phone, yeah. and it was just whoa yeah one of one of the best like the the leads on those quicksand oh. records are like even like handsome uh, well, don't even get me started. oh handsome oh. me and him that could go could be on a whole days. fucking episode man <laughs> we can go on for days with that oh band. jesus he Christ. is just so good oh yeah and just talking to him on the phone was just it was just uh i, I have no problem admitting how fanboy it was i don't give a shit yeah you know, every don't... every now and then you got a fanboy yeah you know Dude. it doesn't happen much but every now and then um and it was great. Uh, it went well. Everything was great. It's just I could not support myself financially. The pay. It seems like a tough thing to do. So were you making like probably equal pay from Kmart to that? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. And I and I had I had discussions with with uh, my boss at Rev. Um, you know, saying, "Hey, is there any chance you can up the pay a little bit?" And and he did. He he tried to help me out and. It, Dude, my weekends were spent at the three dollar movie theater down the block from where I lived in North Hollywood. Yeah, which don't get me wrong, is awesome. Yeah, yeah I'm getting to see all the second run movies for three bucks and and, <laughs> sure. do, and all dollar hot dogs all day. Nice, <laughs> That's nice. Parker, you would love this place. Nice. Thanks, buddy. Dollar tacos. Nice. We would have been hanging out there all fucking day, man. You and I, all of us, I think, really, man. Probably. Yeah. Three dollars, so, dollar so, hot dogs. So, uh, extra mustard. I uh, eventually uh, had to. I had to. I had, had to, to go back. Home. I had to call it home. Yeah. yeah. I uh, no. I I did try to get another interview. I had an interview with. It was a big label, and they wanted like kind of like a graphic artist. I bullshitted that interview, man. You got to bullshit. And, and, you uh, always really. do. You always it have. Does. It was yeah. <laughs> I think it was like a subsidiary of of Epic. All I know is when I went into the to the room, they had the fucking Judgment Night soundtrack like. Like right mounted, up on that, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take that home with me." Yeah. <laughs> Love that disc. And uh, so I didn't get the job. I moved home. And Did you I, grab the poster? What's that? You take the out. thing off the wall. Oh, I wish. No. Peace. If I knew it wasn't gonna get the job, then I would have just no. taken it. Yeah. So you go back home. So, so I go back home, and this is where back to Bayshore. Back to Bayshore, and uh, shit's hard because now my position that so I guess this kind of leads into inked up. Um, the job I learned the whole trade from uh, uh, two friends of mine that owned, still own a shop called Stitches and Screens in Brightwaters. Shout out to uh, oh, Mike okay. and Todd, Brightwaters Village. Yeah, of course. They've man. been there since like ninety one, ninety two. Nice little town. And they told me they taught me the business. Uh, basically, uh, I met Todd first. He had a cousin who who owned a pizza place up the up the street from me when I was like fifteen. I worked there. We became instant friends. Todd got me into a lot of bands failure you know inside out all that shit and he eventually the pizza place closed down he's now working with mike at this embroidery silkscreen shop i guess uh they were looking for someone just to kind of like basic help and but after a while i was uh you know i was like i was doing that and i was doing i worked as an usher at comac multiplex oh man 
So glad that thing's gone. <laughs> no. That I saw, man. The <laughs> shit that I saw. But I'll tell you what I saw there. Halloween Resurrection. Horrible Fuck movie. that movie. Horrible movie. Which one was that? The one that with, was with uh, Buster, Buster Rhymes. Rhymes. Oh, yeah. God, Buster Rhymes getting sucks. two mentions. So Two mentions <laughs> so far. I completely disagree with that. But uh, oh, you're going to tell me like Resur- that movie? I'm not going to say it's the best. Oh, geez. by any means. Wow, definitely but not. I, but you I, liked it. By I, any means. I have a special place for every Halloween. Okay, and res- Jason X. Listen, and jo- I yeah, respect absolutely. that. You're going to tell me that wasn't the worst one. What was the worst Halloween? Oh, by far, I would say that's the Thank worst you. one. Okay, absolutely, All right. All right, absolutely. So. Continue but, with your story. Right. Yeah, okay. but I'm not going to say I dislike it. Okay, but but wow. you're you're asking me what's the worst one in the series. I'm saying that one, but I don't think it's bad. Okay, but I, the worst I, in the but se- I do. you're like a Halloween apologist, like we are with Metallica. <laughs> I will. Metallica. I will be the first. <laughs> for keeping track at home. The- that's five times. <laughs> <laughs> Lars is pacing. There angry. is there is a special place for that series, excluding those fucking bastardized remakes. Oh yes. Jesus yes. Christ! So but, it's not even. So uh, yeah. So. So, so you, you come back and you're like, you know. I want to try and get my job back at Stitches and Screens, which yeah. is the name of the, the, the shop I was working at. And at that time, they kind of they got a new guy. And Todd, the owner, says to me, he goes, listen. You cut that guy's brakes. What's that? I said you cut his brakes. <laughs> so one night, I go to his house. Yeah. <laughs> um, Todd goes, listen, you want to get jobs, your own jobs on the side, and just, you know, just. Throw us a cut from the job for using our equipment. You can use our equipment. Fine by me. Wow. So I said, all right. All right. You know, uh, you know, at this time, the big thing was band merchandise. Yeah. Huge thing. Definitely. Um, so I said, that's what I'm going to focus on. I'm friends with all the, with a lot of bands. Yeah, sure. They're all my friends. Makes sense. And, uh, and actually I get involved with this, with, uh, my friend, Joey who was uh, a guitarist uh, in Antarabe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, his, he had his connections as well. So I figured with the two of us, you know, we could kind of, because I used to do their merch all the time back in the day. Um, so we started working together and, and I came up with that horrid fucking name to this day. I wish it's, it wasn't inked up merch, but the whole, I didn't think about it really in detail till later on, like, oh, inked up. That's like kind of tattoo related, you know, like, and so it's kind of it's kind of misleading. The whole point of inked up for me was like, oh, it's ink. You know, yeah. you use screen printing ink, a plastisol ink. And I had this whole idea for the logo, and it never came through. And it's it's just a stupid, it's a stupid name. But what what name, name would you change it to if you could right yeah. now? Oh Jesus Christ! Come ink. on, you had some in your head. I know. Her last words. Yeah, <laughs> her, her last, last words, words merch. <laughs> her last Stop merch. merch. <laughs> Stop four four two. Her last merch. Um, I there was one that I had. I can't remember it. I honestly can't remember. I mean, anything dog shit merch. I, 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 I'll, I'll take that. But no, but 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 it did get it did get confusing because there'd be some people I think over the years that would write like, oh, you sell like a tattoo shit. No, I guess no, I could no. see that, and I, I never put the, the connection until you mentioned it. Dude, but it's probably to... just because, like, I know that that's what you do, and that's the name of it. So. Yeah. So, um, Joey and I, we, we were fucking. This is this is the uh, MySpace days. Okay. This is like 2005 now, and we are just basically our plan was 
right every single fucking band in the hardcore punk scene and just say we're out here we'll do your merch we do embroidery too because embroidery at the time was not a big thing that a lot of these kind of businesses offered because embroidery machinery is very expensive screen printing machinery anybody can have it and that's yeah. why if you you know if you google right now screen printing shops farmingdale 10,000 embroidery oh shops I even went to Adventureland and they uh, spray painted my shirt. But they back didn't. In the day. They didn't embroider it though. Did no, they, they didn't. Mm-hmm. Did you ever cross paths with uh, Parker doing his thing? No, no. I didn't know about right? All Hollows till we became no, like yeah. close, good friends. No. You guys he were told kind me about of running parallel. No. Yeah, Could dude. Our lives, or our lives, coincidentally ran very parallel. No. I mean, the music thing. I mm-hmm. mean, so uh, um, we were get, we were getting some out of state bands in his back. You know the. You know, it was uh, it was cool, and we did a lot of Long Island bands. And we're so you were doing that. Was this like? Uh, obviously, you were at home, so you were paying rent. So it was yeah, like your main gig. This is my main that gig. Was your hustle. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's awesome. It's yeah. I like, get up. I'd fucking go you, on MySpace. Oh, this band has this many followers. They must be big enough where they're going to need merch. Yeah. So it was like a copy and paste kind of like letter. I think it was. Uh, I think I sent it to you eventually. I think playing play, dead. Did playing dead get one? Maybe I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> My space days are so long ago. Yeah. So, uh, and then eventually, um, Joey. I noticed Joey kind of wasn't into it. I guess he, he didn't seem to be into it as much. He wasn't, and I understood why. His reasoning was: we had a talk one day, and his reasoning was like, "Listen, man, because we weren't making a ton of money of by course. any means." Yeah, yeah. He's like, "I really got out." You know, he wanted to get out of his parents' house too, just like you know all of us do. And I think he wanted to get something more serious, and he's not going to take this serious enough if it's not paying the bills. It's it's like a band thing. It's like yeah. once, once you go in, it's like you could only take it so far, and then one person might want to bail and be like, hey, listen, this tour is not working. This isn't working. So it's the same thing w- w- with that. You kept going, and he bailed because sometimes that's just the way it goes. Yeah, you know? yeah. so uh, I told him, I said, listen, you know, I think I think it's best if we – because I really want to go full force with this. Yeah. Were you doing most of the work too? Uh, yeah, because he, he hadn't learned. He, he actually worked for Stitches and Screens for a little bit um, when, I was, when I was not working there. Um, so he was learning yeah. some of the skills, but he wasn't like... So you were... 70. He wasn't doing screen printing from, front to, from start to finish. So it was like 75-25. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I guess it's something like that. I don't know. I don't know where you would put him percentage-wise, but he was doing work. Don't get me wrong; he was, you know, he was doing his as much as he could, as much as he knew, and it was, it was, it was cool. The split was cool. We were, you know, we were fine with it. We understood, and you know, I kept on with it, and it wasn't really progressing. And uh, I had gotten this other job uh, at this like uh, facility company. They they just um, they we were middlemen. So they had accounts with all these uh, stores, like for instance, like uh, uh, I don't know some fucking clothing store. I'll just say, uh, yeah, whatever. Bumblefuck Fuck, clothing. Bumblefuck clothing. Yeah. They have their 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 fucking their their lighting went out. Their electric went out. All right, call up this company. I got it's my account. I got to find an electrician now to go out and fix it and fix their electricity. 
hated it. Yeah, you hated it. it. I actually got uh, canned, so it was for the best anyway. And um, but at the same time, I was still doing inked up merch. Um, um, so I'm keeping up at that, and you know, still, you know, it's like I said, it's just kind of flatlined. It's not really. Well, how were you get, like getting it out there? Was it just like mostly MySpace still? At mostly this MySpace still. Oh, it was Facebook around at this point. Probably around like 2006. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh God, was your dad like uh, wondering what the fuck you were doing with your life? He was cool. No, he was cool about everything. He knew because he knew I was trying. Yeah, yeah. So as long as I was trying, you know, I took a job. Like I said, I took this facility job that I f- fucking hated, and. Um, I stayed with it anyway as, as long as I could before they, <laughs> they found me completely useless and, and could tell I hated it. And uh, then I got a job. Um, well, no, let me backtrack. So Inked Up, yeah, it was staying pretty stagnant. But then I was kind of starting to get a little more clients outside. Because at this point, the band merch thing was really being oversaturated. And there was, was a lot of stuff going was, on. I yeah. mean, and then you, of course, you got big, big companies on Long Island, Merch alone, Direct, Merch Direct yeah. which yep. is, I mean, just huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, at that point, they were huge. And, yeah. You know, uh, the, you know, aside from what they are now, <laughs> but um, so then I got a job with Cablevision, and I was a uh, basically like uh, did a lot. Of, I worked in the warehouse. Uh, my friend Jimmy. Jimmy Elliott, shout out to Jimmy Elliott. He had got me the job, and uh, and uh, it was great. You know, I was getting benefits. I had a four hundred one k now. Um, and then as during this time, I'm like at Cablevision, but you know, and I, and you know, I'd work in the warehouse, and then my other job was replenishing technicians' lockers, to put in simplistic terms. But at this point, it inked up i was starting to get a lot more inquiries like i was getting businesses i was getting you know not just bands um but the bands i mean the bands what did the businesses want you for uh embroidery yeah like again there wasn't a lot of places that were doing the screen printing and i had the connections to an embroidery machine so you, but you didn't have the machinery so you were still no i'm still still using my friends and you were still cutting yeah right their shit right for, for using the equipment and uh at what? this point I, I, at this point um i was doing incendiary i was an incendiary as well so um so that was like at the very beginning of the band yeah i'm doing incendiary bass or guitar bass bass yeah yeah, yeah. this was uh this is one i this is the first of two bands i did with bass um, the other one was with Rick, Conflicted. Rick, yeah, the Conflicted, yeah. Exactly. And, and also Jimmy, uh, the, the guy so. Jimmy I was just talking about. And then from there, uh, like, how, what, what's, what's... So, what? when I left Incendiary, I had had some friends that I had met through being in Incendiary that were kind of like saying, hey, this my friend Dan does merch. You know, you should hit up. So I had some, again, now I'm getting more out-of-state bands again. So it's it's kind of picking up. And through that, word of mouth, it, dude, it spread to the point where I was doing bands in California. Nice. It was That's fucking nice. awesome. And again, it was it was embroidery. It, it wasn't much screen printing. It was embroidery because embroidery was hard to find. Hard to do, yeah. Definitely, because like you said, everyone could do the... The, the screen, screen printing, yeah. Um, 
so kind of like it's kind of like our fan in Singapore, fan in Ireland, you know. That's it. <laughs> Twelve in Ireland. Yeah, let's say one day we're just gonna look at the stats and gonna be like twenty four in Ireland, you know. So like I think it's like word of mouth. So yeah. it's, word of mouth is strong for a lot of things. I think there's than... more people in Ireland listening friends of mine. My yeah, close friend, my close <laughs> friends. <laughs> totally. Shout out to those guys. Pricks. <laughs> I can't. I'm still getting over this throat thing, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, but by no, I I can say, advertising was the biggest waste of money for me with Inkle mm. merch. Advertised on like uh, like the Bridge Nine board, uh, Lamb Goat. I got shit from from all that. I mean, so it's the word of mouth that yeah, it was the word of mouth. Put it over the top. They usually. That's what it was. That's how to do it. How did you flip the script and and start doing the the horror stuff? Yeah. So, so fast forward. Business is doing well. Uh, I'm finally with my uh, soon-to-be wife Nicole at this point, and she, I, you know, uh, to not sound sappy and all that shit, but oh, I, owe, I owe her everything for why this business is is so successful. She gave me the push. Yeah, she said she she works in uh, Wall Street. She's she's an actuary, which is basically a number cruncher. Hmm. In in terms for us non-smart math people, and uh, you know she was crunching numbers. She's like, Dan, you know, I think you got enough clients here to kind of go on your own. And I was at the point where I'm at Cablevision and I'm answering fucking emails while I'm at Cablevision during work. Yeah, and it was it was getting tough because it's like it's getting because yeah. I got I got I'm leaving the room so people don't see me. On my right. phone, answering emails for my other business I'm doing. Yeah, there's only so many times you can take a shit in a day. Right, right. <laughs> well, if, if if you're lactose intolerant and have IBS like I do, oh, it's, nice. It's, you can. You you people Shout are out to I- yeah. gastrointestinal <laughs> disorders. Anyone with IBS at home, you are not alone. <sighs> Dance the for struggle me is merch. real. I'm starting a support group, so yeah. <laughs> if anybody needs an embroidered IBS beanie, yeah. IBS awareness <laughs> patch. <laughs> So, brown uh, brown ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> Today on a special Brown River podcast. Brown River podcast. <laughs> oh, shit jokes. Right. Yeah, listen. Yeah. Good thing we didn't get with that White Castle. <laughs> One day. One day. Oh, yes. man. So, go ahead. Your wife? Yeah, yeah so she she, uh, she said, let's go for it, man. Go for it. So, it's, it's a big investment because it's like, oh, I'm going to buy a fucking embroidery machine that's like a chunk of change I've like never seen before. And uh, when we got married, my in-laws were very supportive as well and still are. And they said, Hey, need a place to set up shop. Our garage is yours. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. And ever since then, it, business went great. Uh, I got a lot of clients that uh, have just stayed true. The band thing is, has slowed down a lot. Um, but, uh, my main thing when I, when I when I started getting older was you know what I, I find that the money is more with with businesses and schools and school teams and you know so I had to, I had to focus more on them than than the bands I I, I still yeah. love doing band merch don't get me wrong but um, you know I mean you have a family yeah you have a family yeah. you have somebody who believed in you that pushed you and now it's like almost like you know. Uh, like if you were single, you could just gamble shit. Sure. But it's like you know, it's like you're looking at your wife, going like, oh, I can't let you down because you gave well, me this push. And especially she's got this yeah. amazing fucking career. Yeah, you know, it's like I got to provide something. Definitely. 
So, uh, again, long story short, uh, business is doing well. But with every business, there's dead season. So around 2012, I said, you know what? Let me, you know, Etsy's, I'm hearing about this Etsy shop, this Etsy site. I said, I always see a lot of horror t-shirts, horror sweatshirts. I never see any hats or beanies. I, you know, wintertime, fold over beanie. That's my, that's my jam. So I said, I made up a few mock-ups. I said, let me put them up on, on the site. It's Etsy shop, open up an Etsy shop. And it took off uh, pretty well for what it was. Yeah, it, wa- it wasn't like tons of sales. But, Still, I mean. Like, but I was like, holy shit, people are, people are buying yeah, this. You were just yeah. testing the waters. Yeah, I was just testing the waters. You to go yeah. further, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're, you're, you're doing something that, for the most part, you probably love and people are buying it. Yeah, that, that, was that, cool, that was the cool yeah. thing. You know, it's like, all right, now I'm in the business that. Not I, digging a ditch yeah. somewhere. <laughs> like. In, in the summer, and, and, a, uh, and a wife beater. Exactly. Wear, wearing the fucking hat to fucking Hulk Hogan's wearing in the pile driver cover. <laughs> nice one. With a sick tribal tag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's pretty much dissolved in the sun from all the hard labor. Yeah, <laughs> we all know that guy. He's got that shitty fucking sun-kissed tattoo that's like 50. Oh, God. So, you paid money for that, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, take care of it a little bit. Shout out to Doug the Bounty Hunter. He, <laughs> he, he originated that look, you know? Oh, man. So, but yeah, so then you, you do the Etsy thing, it takes off, and... And, and uh, you know, um, so I start... I, I A Monster Mania convention came up, and Parker <laughs> was... Uh, <laughs> Was uh, he was kind of like, dude, you want to go, you know? And, and that, this is when we were, we, yeah, we were becoming pretty good friends yeah. at this point. And he 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 was like, you know, a pro at this. And this this was gonna be my first one. So uh, we go, uh, and it was Rob Link joined us as well. Yep. We went for for the day Sunday, and I was like, oh, you know, my, my, my the the main that's the one in Cherry Hill, Cherry right? Hill, New Jersey, yeah. yeah. The big guys I wanted to meet was there was gonna be uh, there was gonna be Kane Hodder, uh, CJ Graham, mm-hmm. and uh, Larry from part oh, from thir- part three from yeah. part three. Yep. So I had I had a Friday the Thirteenth uh, design. I said you know what, I'll give them this. I'll give them each one. You know, like was Larry Shelley. Yes. Yes. Fuck. Yep. Who's a lawyer? Wow. Who's an industry lawyer? I gotta tell you, and he 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 gave him the mask. Yep. Yeah. Part three, yes. Friday yep. thirteen. Yeah, I mean that's why you know. Yeah, the hockey is a big part of this series. Yeah. So I said, I, you know, this will be cool because I, you know, I want to give them this because you know of, of my appreciation for their work, and and maybe they'll wear it in a picture or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. But my my main attention was just you know, dude, I love. Oh, you know who else was there? It was uh, Sensei. Well, that's he, a whole different. Story, he was. Though. That's a whole different story. Uh, <laughs> No, uh, Steve Dash. Yes, the golfer. Doesn't he? Is it, who's it? Who? CJ Graham was the golfer. He's the golfer. Okay. Steve Dash from uh, Friday Thirteenth Part, part Four. Two. Oh, two. two. Okay. So I brought beanies down for all of these guys because I was just like so stoked to meet him. I was like, "Yo, you guys rock! Here's how much I think you rock. Here, here's a beanie." And uh, I get the cane, and he goes, uh, "He goes, I'm gonna be honest. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Scully guy." He's like, but I'll give this to my son. He goes to school up north, and he's like, "Do you make this?" I was like, "Yeah." He goes, 
would you want to make some stuff for me? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Kane Hodder saying, wow. do I want to? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And he came, he came through with it. And um, um, so I'd done some work for him. And so that was kind of cool. And and when we left the convention, uh, do we talk about the sensei story or no? I don't know if I brought it up the last episode, but go ahead. It's, it's a good so, one so, that you can so, tell it again. Yeah. So so uh, sensei, uh, um, was it Martin? Martin, yeah. Cove? Sounds, yeah. That sounds right, yeah. yeah. He had done a movie. This is the Karate Kid now. Sunset there. Yeah. He had done Cobra a Kai. film with my uncle. My uncle is a uh, screenwriter, director. Um, who's in he, California also, right? Who's in California. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's uh, pretty cool. Shout out to Robert Boris, my uncle. Um, he, he, he's had some uh, some good success. He did a movie called Some Kind of Hero with Richard Pryor. Uh, he did... Uh, no. Something. Not Varsity Blues. I always almost say that. Because that's the movie with uh, Richard Dreyfuss. It was, it was uh, with Rob Lowe. Um, fuck, it was it was during the Brat Pack years. It'll, it'll come to me maybe later. Almost fire. Um, it, it was, was like Sex Lives. It was something blues. Something. He was like going to oh, Oxford Blues. Okay. Oh, Oxford Blues. It, it was oh. it was him uh, kind of joining in on the Brat Pack era. I uh, did a movie also with uh, Robert Blake. Um, Electric Glide and Blue, where he was a uh, motorcycle cop. Cool. So, but but back to Martin Cove. So, he had done a movie with Martin Cove, this action movie, which was called. And I'm drawing a blank on that too, but they they've been friends for years. So my uncle's like, yo, you know, go up to him, tell tell him, you know, tell him tell him who you are, tell him I said hello. So I go up to him. I said, my uncle Bob Boris says hello, and Martin just like. He just leans back and starts laughing. He goes, holy shit. You know, like, and he's got some of his eight by tens are from that movie. Yeah. Uh, Steel Justice. Oh, yeah. I remember Steel that was Justice. The, 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 it was like an army movie. Yeah. Or like yeah. A yeah. War was, movie. Yeah. yeah. Steel Justice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude. Right just, just badass 80s. <laughs> yeah. Steel Justice. And uh, he was just fucking cool. He, he, oh, he was Everything awesome. was free. Everything was on him. Uh, you know? And then there's a picture to this day of... Uh, Parker, I, and Link, and, yeah. and Sensei. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. What did he give you for cool. free? Uh, is 8 by 10 Yeah. 8 by 10 yeah. Uh, you guys are just taking shit off the table. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, he's pretty he's much, he goes, point to something, and I'll, yeah. I'll glare. And, I, and I, I had no intention of doing that. I, nah. I, pull, I started pulling out my wallet, and he goes, he was, like, almost insulted. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's like, dude, your uncle is, like, you know. So, Parker's but, like, fuck it, I'll take that shit. Yeah. <laughs> right up in the basement. Parker, give me that shit. Pulled in that wheelbarrow. My Wait, backpack he's got, I got him uh, for his birthday. It's, it's over there. It's yeah. over. The Ralph Macchio. In the uh, M Mach. section. It's over there. Well, it's, you can't see it, but it's next to the, uh, it's the East in, Wing in the yeah. museum. Yeah, yes. one, one day we'll take pictures Sorry. of this. Yeah. And, you know. <laughs> but anyway, I guess. Park park theater of the mind right now. Yeah, Parker will floss on us, as they say on Drink Oh, the dental floss, yeah. <laughs> now we can record I was a just, video I was just, and post I was just, it on the group. He can take a give the listeners virtual a tour. tour. Yeah, a virtual his, uh, tour. Um, so yeah, all right. So to to wrap up the the Dan Tur saga, the the story on how you became the legend <laughs> embroiderer mm -hmm. that you are. Um, so you know, you start doing the conventions. So like, that's where it took off. That's, um, what, that's what really what really took off was at that. That convention was a big milestone because I was leaving my cards all over the fucking place. 
and I left a couple in the stall. And um, and now a good friend of mine who runs a a great, great horror collectible website, houseofmysterioussecrets.com, my friend Kevin who runs it, he loved the shit that, that he saw on the card and he contacted me and I was like, dude, you run, like I had bought stuff from there previously. I loved his site because he has a lot of obscure shit. Um, and he's like, yo, would you, would you, would you mind if I carried some of your stuff? I said, absolutely. Absolutely. And I learned a lot from him. Um, and, uh, st- I finally said, you know what? Let me try this convention thing. Yeah. And, uh, I guess it's great because, uh, you have, you know, whereas you're floating things out to sell, and I mean, obviously the internet, you're reaching a lot of people, but you have this hotel condensed filled with people oh my god nerds like us it's that like, just love giving it's like 500 you parkers are yeah, yeah we yeah. want to give you our money we're all into horror we're looking to spend shit mm-hmm. they're all everyone there is there to spend money yeah and look for gear so yeah i mean it's a home run yeah, especially you know a lot of stuff you're not going to find on, on absolutely yeah yeah you yeah. know a lot that's, of it's homemade stuff you yeah. know like like the that's stuff the I best part about yeah. those things yeah yeah, so, so we're, we'll we'll put the link up on in the group and all that mm-hmm. other stuff. Yeah. Um, but to like kind of wrap it up, I mean, do you do you think twenty years from now this is what you want to do? Like this? Absolutely. Is, this is just, this is it. This is it, right? This is it, man. I w- I would love the horror stuff. The horror side took off way more than I imagined. Like I said, I was just gonna do it as I'll open up this shop, maybe get some 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 revenue during the dead season because uh, with screen printing embroidery after the holidays with, with a lot of businesses after the holidays it is yeah. fucking dead I mean it could be scary dead you know and um, you know it's now just you know it's 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 doing very well and, and I'd love to uh, yeah I don't see myself doing anything else awesome. yeah that's great I, I'm, I'm in it for the long run no, that's that's so, awesome, and yeah. and you have the support of your in laws, your wife, all that other stuff. I mean, it's 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 it seems like a lot of fun. Uh, like one day, I'd like to see actually how it's done. Oh yeah, um, you know, maybe well, yeah, we'll have you guys over. Hopefully, uh, the 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 garage is being converted into the new the workspace. Uh, we have a two car garage. Too, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, as soon uh, as I figure out how to use those jug handles in New Jersey, I'll be <laughs> like, oh, you know, because every time I make like w- once I make that wrong turn, I just drive home. I'm like, I'm not. It sucks, <laughs> man. That's 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 <laughs> that and the fucking water. Jesus Christ, that water sucks. So, but uh, do you have any uh, void merchandise? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, uh, no we, we're, we're actually. I, he didn't like the void, so we're, we're going to get to that right now. That's the next topic. Uh, we're going to get into the uh, a quick void discussion, and then we're going to do our top five canon films. So uh, we're going to take a quick break, and that's it. That was the, the Dan Tur story. All right, look out for inked up merch. Um, you do request in any of that shit? Like if like if anyone wants something specific. Uh with, with the horror, with the horror stuff, with anything, um, with the well, I mean, with, all right, that's with, a no, perfect. Yeah, pretty we'll much. Yeah, pretty all much. Right. No, if yeah. you have a request, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, else. I mean, you know, it's like the design. I request that you stay tuned. All right, we're gonna take a break. All right, all right we're back. We're back. Wu Tang. The saga continues. Um, all right, so we're gonna do a, a little quick discussion here. Um, so we're halfway through with. 2017 maybe like right 
actually five months in. Mm-hmm. Um, me personally, I think my the two best horror movies that I've seen so far are Get Out and uh, the movie that we're going to talk about now, uh, which is The Void. Um, all four of us have seen it. Um, three of us like it. I love it. And one of us hates it. <laughs> Could the person who hates it please come forward? That would be me, Dan. <laughs> it's not the person that hates the Beastie Boys either. Yeah. <laughs> and if you haven't seen the film, you might want to skip past. Yeah, you yeah. might, you oh, might yeah. want to skip past this part. Spoiler alert. Yeah, we'll we'll let you know when we're done. Uh, you know, we'll uh, and we'll talk about the canon stuff. But we, we just want. Or you could just skip it. Wow. Yeah, you, know, you could just no. skip everything. Just skip the whole podcast. But Unless you live in Iowa. No, I meant, I meant skip the movie. Oh, skip the movie. Yeah. Wow. wow. Look at you, man. Wow. Uh, angry. Angry yeah. over there. Um, well, give the basic gist of the film. Like, what kind of a horror film? If people haven't seen it. it okay. Uh, For, so, well, if I give the... <laughs> anyone who wants to see it, it's it's a kind of like a cult. Mm-hmm. Um, almost like... To be honest with you, it's, it's hard. Like, it's, yeah, it blends a lot like, of stuff in it. The yeah. movie bleeds influence. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was. It just bleeds these influences. Like whoever made this movie is a legit fan yeah. of. Like to me, I saw things from Hellraiser, uh, The Beyond, uh, Assault on a little bit. Yeah, to the, okay. Towards the end, yeah. Assault on Precinct Thirteen, The, the Thing. thing. Yep. So many things going on. Even like Halloween of, two with like the hospital. The hospital. I thought that too. And then like uh even like a Lovecraft like Cthulhu with yeah. the cult. Yeah, yeah. Were, there's, there's a lot of stuff. But not like in a blatant ripoff thing, almost like a tribute. But a tribute. A fun a vi- it was fun. Yes, a very fun tribute. Um So that being said, Dan, why did you hate such a fun do you hate fun? Yeah. <laughs> I hate fun. And it all stems back to my parents because they wouldn't let me have it. Yeah. <laughs> No. no but what, 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 no, but, what didn't you like? Well, here's the thing. I want to say, I've I've gone from hating it because that's such a strong word. Yeah, that, seen I, it once, right? I've seen it once. Okay. Yes. Um, I had a discussion with some friends about it, and uh, I need to revisit it. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm going to like it. Still, mm-hmm. my my whole deal with it was, I like things explained. Okay. Well, then this is not for you. Okay. You know, <laughs> I get that. And, All right. And as uh, Sam at least knows, I got ripped apart for that on fucking horror nerds. On horror nerds, we have horror nerd shirts About by the this way. Movie. Oh my you god! Guys, this this fucking I I this fucking troll chi- chimes in. He goes, <laughs> "Well, <laughs> why don't you leave the fucking explaining for the rest of us?" Or, <laughs> Who was what? it? No, I fucked it up. Who what was he said? it? It was dude. It was it was somebody I've never seen. Never seen chime in. He said something like, "You don't remember his name." We don't need an explanation. You don't. Oh no, you're right. He only answered that one time. That, that one time. That, that was he it. said uh, something about explanations being for like retards or something. Yeah, yeah. He, that was the only thing he's ever written on the page. Yeah, was the response probably to that. you. That's, wow, that's how much he liked the movie. So I respect him, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> he needed to chime. He's in. like the rest. Yeah, he's like you're. Uh, yeah, he, he said retards need explanations or something. Mm. The rest of us don't. Ooh. I was like, wow. He must have went to film school. That's really cool that you use that word first and secondly, like. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad that you can. Uh, I didn't. I, I can, didn't even read any of it. Um, but I, yeah, that's getting way no, off topic. I, I get what you're saying, though. It, it's, I, I, I should, I should, let me preface by saying it's not that I need every fucking movie to be explained mm-hmm. to me. It was just there's specific movies, the way they're going, 
I want some resolution. Okay. And it makes perfect sense that I did not really like this movie because I'm not a fan of the Hellraiser series. In fact, the one that I do actually, I should say, I do the one that I really do like is part three, which I know is blasphemous. To the Hellraiser fans, I think fucking hell. The fourth one is blasphemous. Oh God, is that the out of space one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. fucking so movie sucks. Right. So bad. Like that movie was terrible. I like one, two, and three from Hellraiser. I'm, I'm a one and two yeah. man. Yeah, there. All right, three. Stuff, listen, but, yeah. I, I'm, maybe I'm partial because Motorhead's. I don't hate three. Featured. No, well, you shouldn't because John Bush is in it. Nice. I like John oh, Bush, and I like Armored Saint. I think oh, Armored Saint's in that. Later, yeah. did, did, it was right? Armored Saint days. It was Armored Saint playing in the club. <laughs> but later on, he went to join Anthrax, and he did a great album called Stomp 442. Oh, let's talk about yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> We've been having a dispute about Anthrax, if you, if you don't know what the hell is going on right now. Yeah, they're at the Paramount right now, not giving a shit about this podcast. Right? <laughs> and, John and, Bush isn't And not there. giving a shit about Stomp 442, because Joey's back in the band. Yeah, thank God. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, with that <laughs> shitty persistence of time, right? I know. Well, yeah, that's fucking among the living garbage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, I, I get I get what you're saying. My wife's like that. She doesn't. It's it's a little more succinct. The film, in the end, it does. Absolutely, kind of it's very wild. Oh my god, that that final I, scene. I, like, I what understand the what fuck, you're saying. Man, yeah. it was almost like scene for scene for like with the beyond. Like it was like that ending like where it just that's what it looked like to me mm-hmm. um but i i get that so if you say that was your angle because for me um what i say with everything like i say with high tension like i'm like oh, as long as you as long as you, <laughs> as long as you as long as you give me 90 oh, minutes listen it was a great movie but the end, the end it's impossible i understand it's, that but listen it's listen you, as long as you oh give me God. 90 minutes of violence I'm a Neanderthal, and I could overlook anything because I'm like, you know what? For the, these 90 minutes, I saw nothing but blood and guts, and it was gross. And like, the, yeah, I the, guess the I effects. contradict myself because I don't like high tension. I, I do like high tension. I just don't like the ending. I would have liked a different ending. But if this film had a different ending, would you feel differently about it? Was it just the ending? No, it wasn't just the ending. Or the whole film itself? bothered you uh, you know was... about 10 20 minutes in i would say you know wow. when, when start stuff wasn't really coming together so much and it was just getting more and more out there and out there that's when i i was kind of like all right like i would there's no doubt about the practical effects were fucking phenomenal there's not you you could hate that movie all you want if you told me if you're a true horror fan yeah and I hate to sound, I hate this opinions to sound like facts. I'm the last. I, I hate that. You're an elitist. But, I get it. This but, is what we do here. Yeah. But but th- there's just there's just no way you could say those effects weren't fucking amazing they were yeah. for 2017. Yeah. To do shit like exactly. that and not rely on CGI. Yes. yes. Amazing. Yes. I missed that. That's yes. that's. I mean that was that doctor for me. What well, I mean that was that was Hellraiser without. I that thought was, it was Malcolm was McDowell until <laughs> he ruined it for me. <laughs> that I was like, wait, that's not Malcolm McDowell. That was Pinhead yeah. without the pins. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And, and but let's not give away too much. To, to no, we already did. It's fine. But um, that that was my yeah. I I want to revisit it. Um, I've seen think, it three Brian? times. What do you think, Parker? I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. I, I could mean, totally uh, see that. Do you see what he's thinking? I could see what he's thinking, but I don't know. It, it didn't matter to me. I thought that the effects were great. I loved the music. I, I know we were really into yes. that. The music was great. Yes, I agree. Um. And just whatever the hell that was, if it was hell or another world or what, I mean, it was just... That's what was confusing me, because yeah. I felt like they went into hell, because yeah. like mm-hmm. it was like a mental thing. They were in the hospital, but 
some scenes it was burnt down and then the other scenes it wasn't. So there was like I don't know, I got like I'm I love the uh the cult aspect too. Uh like the scene the scenes when they show them all in the parking lot, yeah. awesome. the numbers. Stuff like that, invasion of the body snatchers when there's like a big group of people mystery like that are out together. Those, I don't know. Some those weird those kind of movies, I, I dig it, you know? But, yeah, uh, the formation was great. Like, the, yeah. the, they're all in that white. They have the triangle. Yep. Um, I loved it. Uh, I recommend it. Definitely so. But anyway, uh, let's get to... Uh, yes. Let's get to Canon. Mm. Oh, Canon. What can you say about Canon films? That, Explosions. That like, Growing up in the VHS era. Yeah. And uh, you know the early days of cable. It's these films. You know they were so. A lot of them cheaply made. Yeah. A lot of them, you know a lot of them they tried, you know, but they were always available. They, they were always <laughs> out there. There were. Uh, I remember my dad when he had the Seven Eleven. I probably mentioned before where they had a movie quick. They used to rent movies and shit. They didn't have top tier movies. They weren't shelling out for that. It was all fucking canon movies, or you know like I Spit on Your Grave. Those kind of titles. You know the Chuck Norris flicks. The they were just churning them out left and right, like Roger Corman style, and they're fun. Well, yeah, they're ridiculous, but they're fun. Their thing was instead of making one movie for twenty million, they made twenty for a million each. Right, and that was like that was the canon, uh, I guess, model. Even shooting like like making two films out of one film that they're shooting like yeah. dicing it up like doing two at once yeah it was, it's a production line that's Roger Corman stuff you know promoting a movie that didn't even exist it didn't even exist yeah. like they were like in the in, in the documentary The Electric Boogaloo which suit, everyone should so see oh, the story God, of canon they basically made a poster they would go sell the movie and then from there once they got the funding for the movie mm-hmm. they would make the movie yeah that I mean, that shit is guerrilla style, man. I love it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they were They're like, like outlaws. Yeah, I mean, and when I was younger, I didn't understand why. Maybe I just, I guess, my taste in movies was like a little different. You know, <laughs> we were juveniles. You yeah, know I mean? you're like ten years. TNA yeah. violence. This is America. Yeah, you got some tits and some guns. People are gonna watch this shit. They if, don't give a fuck if it's. You know, brilliant script or anything. We'll worry about that later. Yeah, fix it in post. <laughs> fix know? it in post. Like overdub that shit. Tits and guns were really like. <laughs> yeah. If you showed me that, like That's I was like a flag and <laughs> apple <laughs> pie right there. <laughs> was that in Jackie Brown? Was <laughs> they were watching that yes. one? That one. Uh, what's her name? Is watching uh, Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson. Yeah, the was, girls in the bikini. Yeah, out with the, the guns. guns. Right. Yeah, not wrong with that. So I mean, and, and I guess that's what it was. That that's what they geared their stuff to. And it, it if you grew up, because we're all basically the same age, kind of. I mean, so you're they, a lot older. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. Lot. Wah, wah. so yeah. much <laughs> older. You're the generation <laughs> after us. <laughs> so, but you know, uh, once we we were all there just watching this stuff, and and it just. And not you, just guns too. They did a lot of those teen sex comedies. There was something shit. for everyone. Yeah, I was just gonna. Yeah. There's something you, for everyone. If you sure. look at the list, there's family films, which is They're so bad. I can only imagine <laughs> the you musicals. Know, the musicals. <laughs> you for Apple. The Apple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and you got uh, action adventure. But aside from, I should say, like 
the Indiana Jones ripoffs, right. uh, Alan Quartermine. Yes. I mean, it's just, it's just, they covered every basis. Yeah, absolutely. And they, they did it very poorly, which is what, what, which is almost like endearing. Yeah, there was something endearing about that completely. There's something about, and I've always said, like, um, bad movies, and I, maybe it's because I'm older and I grew up with that, or, but bad movies in the 80s and 70s have some kind of charm to them that a bad movie in 2000 to me just sucks and it's bad. But there's something, endearing to those yeah. shitty movies of the 80s and 70s i don't know what it is because my girlfriend like yesterday i'm watching uh 1984's the actually the one charles bronson movie that he did in the 80s that wasn't a canon film the evil that men do oh so you post that how yeah. is that oh it's awesome it's yeah. like completely uh, like just great. like the cover looked it just i thought it was a death wish until i'm like yeah. oh wait that's well, that's, that's the title. pretty much <laughs> once you got out of doing cowboy movies you it. you got the stick right <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I have a, I have a uh, Android box. It does like it, yeah. watch it because it's it's just terrible but awesome. Yeah, it was one of my favorite movies. Well, that, that, oh, I, that's I, pretty much the canon motto. Yeah, terrible but awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it, it just if if it was a and canon, delusional. <laughs> if, <laughs> a if it, if it was a canon film, it would have been in my top five, mm. which we're going to get to. So, what's your number five, Langan? Uh I got a Charles Bronson film, Ten to Midnight. Love that one. That's um, a good one. Yeah, 1982 it came out uh, about a serial killer, a naked yep. serial killer. Mm. Um, it was based, I, I read a couple of things about it just to refresh my memory. It's been a while since I've seen it. It was actually uh, inspired by a couple of serial killers, Richard Speck, Ted Bundy. It had elements of that. Um, it's kind of a slasher with the kind of death wishy thing going on there, too. It, it, it blends it real nice. Uh, yeah. And it's got the great scene at the end when at he's end. naked in the road. And yep. He's like, I'm going to get out of jail or whatever. And Bronson's like, no, you won't. Yeah. <laughs> he starts gun. giving that speech. Yeah. Like, yeah. And he oh. just gives the one-liner and plugs him. It's, I've it's, yet to see that one. It's man. a really it's, good film. Uh, it's, it's actually probably not, one of the better ones. It is. Yeah. It is. It, it's always been like a title like, oh, I want to get yeah. around to that. I want to get around to that. I feel like that was like a WPIX For afternoon. For canon, it's, it's like, you know, Citizen Kane. <laughs> 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 you know what? <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Yeah. What right. do you got? Number yeah, five? number five. Yeah, number five. Um, this was one I f- I just saw for the first time recently, and that's Life Force. Mm. Um, Talking about that earlier. Yes, we nope. were. Wow. Wow, was I uh, deprived. Mm. Um, I don't know Hooper. why someone didn't come to me earlier and say you haven't seen F- Life Force. Space like, vampires, like, what right? F- what, what, yeah, uh, yeah. And it, and it, uh, it just really that movie starts off kind of a little bit slow, and by the end you're like, what the f-? like? There's been an apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it, it basically ended all because of these space vampires. Mm-hmm. Um, the special effects are amazing. Toby Toby Hooper, right? Yeah. Yes. This yeah. was yeah. so Toby Hooper was was. Uh, he was contracted for three films. It was uh, this, Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm. 2, and Invasion from Mars. Mm. That's what he did. Invaders from Mars, yeah. Um, and uh, I, I can't believe it, it took me this long to see it. And and yeah. and to have yeah. just seen it to make my top five canon films of all the films you could choose. Like, yeah. That should, anyone who hasn't seen it needs to get around to this. I mean, this is just a underrated That guy underrated had a weird gem. career, Toby Hooper. 
Yeah. Very interesting. He's never ranked up there with the Carpenters and stuff like that. He's had some he's swings had some and misses. He's had know some what bangers. I mean? But uh, that's a that. great, that's a that's a damn good movie, though. He had a pretty decent uh, Masters of Horror, too. Dance of the yes. Dead. Yes. And I mean, Dance listen, it's he made Texas Chainsaw Massacre one. Yeah. He yeah. just retired. The uh, end. You know. Exactly. We, we forgot to leave off the one, right? Did we leave off the one, our namesake? Oh, yeah. We should just put that out Let's of the way. Let's just throw that right? out of the way. That might be on yours because we, we didn't fill you in on this. Uh, we were all going to pick number one anyway, which was Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. So we're just going to knock that we, out. We decided to give it legendary status because <laughs> it was my number one. I don't know about you yeah, guys. Me too. I'm like, let's just, you know, we'll just... put it in the Hall of Fame because yeah. it's. It's just going to take up spot of another one because I know we all love. Do you love Texas Chainsaw? Too? So, are you a fan? So I am a fan. Took okay. me a while. Oh, all right. took all me right. a while. Controversial. I mm. feel it. Took me a while. <laughs> it's not on my. I'll just. Oh. I'll just straight up say it's not on my list. <laughs> and it's got nothing to do. Uh, it's got nothing to do with me not liking it. Good thing you're not going to be here next episode. <laughs> 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 Who the fuck would want me? Out of that episode? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Good God! What you, you want, listeners? Right? Yeah. There's a lot of people that aren't lovers. I, I mean, I knew it, it, we've talked oh, yeah. about it several but, times, but, not, but some people thought it was a little slapsticky. No, 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 no. Yes. Over a bit, you know. I don't want you to take it as me not liking it. No, I'm not. I, I've become. It's just not very, your top five. That's I've, all. Yeah, yeah, I have become. I've gotten a lot of admiration for that film. That's the thing. I see Texas Chainsaw Massacre one. I see two, and it's a 180. Oh yeah, of completely. Life. And it makes sense now after, uh, what the po- the post start alone? It was Breakfast Club. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And you know they explain that in Electric uh, Boogaloo, and and it all makes sense. And that was Toby Hooper's vision, I think, from the first one he wanted right. to do. He wanted the first one, I think, to be he comedic. I believe. Thing. I think I watched the uh, director commentary of it, but it's also like, where do you go? Like, are you going to get grittier and no. raw? More raw right. than the first one. And, like, and what are you gonna do? Shop Top, Bill Mosley, <sighs> knocked it out of the park. Is completely legendary. The most like when I was a kid watching that, just like in the first one, the hitchhiker mm-hmm. cutting his hand. Yeah, I'll I take just, Chop Top over him. But still, like I just felt weird. Like I'm like, oh, this guy's kind of creeping yeah. me out. Same thing with him. When he walks into the radio station and he's just like sitting you're there. You're my fave. Yeah. And you're, you, know something, yeah. <laughs> you know something is going to happen and you're yeah. waiting and waiting yes. and waiting that scene is and so good. waiting. The suspense for uh, that is it just goes on and it on. Just I have goes, an autographed picture of him hanging in my office of him as Chop Top and he wrote uh, to Brian, lick my plate, you dog dick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good. Yes. And they never made that sequel. Was it the... Um, no, it was a prequel, American mm. something. They just never had the funding for it. And let's not forget um, Dennis Hopper at bat, as batshit crazy. Oh, oh man. god! With the ch- double chainsaw, the, yeah. the double yeah. chainsaw. So but bad. also uh, that, that this is our namesake. Mm-hmm. Yes, Red River, Red River yep. podcast. Yes, stretch. Yeah, uh, straight. So, so but, yeah, we retired. Right. We retired. Legendary. <laughs> yeah, huh. we're gonna throw that jersey yes. over there. So, Mr. Parker. So I actually chose a, a lot of action, which is kind of funny. So I did number five. I actually did uh, Sly Stallone's Cobra. Nice. Uh, Marion Cobretti. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't even that think I That pizza can... is legendary. <laughs> <laughs> he cuts a pizza tip 
Like, yeah, with a scissor. With a pair of scissors, yeah. Only eats the tip. And, and who the fuck is going to get filled up eating that shit? Like, like come on. Wow. I just fucking... You see I just how watch... tight those clothes are? Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> I just watched her bang down, you know, four slices of pepperoni and this fucking guy is thin. No wonder he's farting up a store. Uh, yeah, wow. <laughs> At least it's not in smell-o-vision, you know? <laughs> vision yeah. You know? I mean, I'm in mean, the... Uh... The, I mean, the the banging the axes together mm. in, like, the uh. fucking warehouse to, like, I mean, the... the Opening scene. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the... Uh, You're a lousy shot. Yeah. I don't like lousy shots. Oh, Was so it post good. the good shots? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That guy, and you, no, yeah, you're the disease, and I'm the cure. cure. Oh, it's so good. I like how he like basically destroys everything in his path just to get that one. Like he just, (laughs) everything is just demolished, and they always have the police captain yelling at him for doing shit like that. He was at Chiller, by the way. Who was the bad guy in uh, Hellraiser? Not well. That's true too. But uh, he was yeah, um, Dirty Harry, the original Dirty Harry. And it's funny the the. The Cobra, whatever, poster, box, whatever you want to say. Uh, the Wolf Cop sequel oh, wow. is actually the same thing. Okay, good. Another nice. Wolf Cop. I love that first yeah. one. I can't uh, wait for yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That was pretty good. So, but, so yeah, that's co- my number five. Cobra's I love Cobra. Awesome. It's just like nice, dude. <laughs> so yep. ridiculous. Um, all right, so my number five. Man, it's tough because I got I to gotta knock out King Solomon's Minds. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You like those? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna move it down though. I'm gonna move it down. I'm gonna give it to Death Wish Three. I'm gonna give it to Death Wish Three. Is that uh, the one with Danny Trejo or is that four? No, Danny I don't Trejo think... isn't. Yeah, he's in one of them. Oh yes, you're right. It's, it's, I think it's, it's definitely four. three or four. Yeah, because yeah. uh, three is is just like man, w- like he's pissed. He kills everyone. <laughs> I, 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 think... I made it my number one even. Really? Yeah. Uh, it's just like <laughs> much I when I tell movie. you this guy kills I love everyone in like, it, it's and then better than the other ones by far. Yeah, it, it, they got it right because I know there was five of them. Yeah, the yeah. first one's Goldblum, right? Jeff Goldblum. Yes, yes. Uh, he's raping. The and, first uh, one is Raw and and uh, the second one's kind of like the same thing. I got him on the, the West Coast. Coast. Yeah. But the third one I like because it it, was just, it just embraces because they're all fucking ridiculous. But yeah, it's but like let's just embrace how fu- let's just go completely over the top. They did, yeah. they did completely. It's just like it's just mayhem, Com- complete mayhem. Death Wish three. So. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Number four, Langan. Um, I th- this is a I combine. Well, you know what? I'm just gonna go with Breaking Two, Electric Boogaloo. Okay. Nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, Turbo and Ozone. Turbo and Ozone. Otherwise known as Boogaloo Shrimp and Shabadoo, I believe. <laughs> Something like that. Um, this movie was on, I guess it was on cable or something like all the time. Probably HBO drunk. Summer. Yes. Uh, Just That fucking mime though. I wanted to punch that fucker. The mime. Then the girl too. She was a yeah. bit annoying. I read some backstory on that. That like they actually didn't like that girl. Turbo and Ozone. Yes. They the, said the it. The tension they, was real. They mentioned it. It was in that film, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, but... You know, it it wasn't. I read a couple of things about it also too, because they were. I guess they were in a rush to get it out because uh, Beat Street came out the same year as Breaking, and they rushed Breaking Two out. I think the same right. year even. I think they both came out in eighty four technically on IMDb or eighty four, eighty five, something like that. But they rushed to get out Part Two. Uh, Beat Street's a little bit better, like musically and whatnot. But Breaking Two is just colorful. It's fun. It's the you know those guys they're great anyway but uh and it's got that 80s story about you know rescuing the 
the teen rec center from nope. being demolished and stuff like that through the power of dance. That old gag. You know what I mean? <laughs> and this is crazy, but I also read, too, and doing my research, you know, that was based on true events. <laughs> that in L.A., there was a Radiotron rec center, and a bunch of kids went to, to uh, the L.A. City Council and protested it being ripped down. Wow. So ripped from the headlines. The more you know, baby. Breaking yeah. two, Electric <laughs> Boogaloo. Fantastic. Number four, Dan. Another Toby Hooper, and that's Invaders from Mars. Uh, that's yeah. a good one. Um, this as my top ten. This left <laughs> an impact on my childhood, like pretty much no other horror movie. To mm. be honest, I don't know what it is about this. I was the memory is is so vivid. Uh, I was at my babysitter's house for the day. It came on TV. I knew I was scared of horror movies, but I tortured myself all the time. My mom picks me up, and I had a dentist appointment. And I was so fucking scared from that movie. More scared of the dentist than the fucking movie. (laughs) That that I got, I remember I got to the dentist's office, and I started crying. And I had to leave. I just want to go home, be alone, and just... No, like, like it was a scene with the teacher and the frog in the mouth. Teacher with oh, the frog shit. did it to everyone. Yeah. The, 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 Me too. The, the, I can the guys being it. the guys being dragged. That was the most. That one definitely that the most. Te- I think, but the, the guy for so, something about the guys yeah. being ripped through that sand pit. Yeah. you know, into into the spaceship. And, it was great. And, and the yeah, the parents like the parents. What, were, what's going on with them? Yeah, like, because like you it, as a little kid, you look. For parents to like save you, right. they Safe were not spot. saving. Yeah. Well, again, him. it's like the invasion of the body snatches. That kind of you know, it, it, there who's, was who's what who's you know the faculty and other movies. Oh, that recent. was pretty good. Shout out to the faculty. Yeah. yeah, I like Fuck, that one. Big yeah. shout out. But so. the same kind of premise, you know what I mean? That you can you don't know who to trust and stuff. Love those kind of flicks. But. And that 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 also great. Um, I don't know what the correct wording is, but they, they had a great. <laughs> You know, the movie the movie theaters get their uh, standees. Yep. Yeah. Great standee for that movie because absolutely. Um, do you yeah, recall yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. It had that. It lit up where it looked like the spaceship. It you'd see the 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 fence. Mm-hmm. It's as if the kid's looking outside his window and he sees like his yard and that fence and you saw that light of the spaceship. I can't believe you remember that too. I, I gotta awesome. re- I gotta rewatch it. It's been a while. Mm. So it gets shit on so. So really? badly. I think it's oh, so it gets shit on a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of it because of the monster effects. Uh, oh, still, and, and, and how the monster that doesn't bother me. Time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, but again, again, Toby Hooper getting quality. shit on. Number quality. four, Parker. Another four. I uh, got another Sly Stallone man over the top. Oh, oh. shit! <laughs> over yes. the top. You know. <laughs> How the fuck did they pull that movie off? I don't know, but yeah. the guy wins uh, wins his son's love back from a fucking arm wrestling tournament. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Hawk, you know, guy fucking. <laughs> they brought arm wrestling back for like a minute because me and my cousins would watch that. And then from there, we would always arm wrestle. And every single one of Turn us would always. Back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we would always just do the, like the, the hand shift. Yeah, yeah. Like that's cheating. I'm like, yeah, it is. no, it's not cheating. Chinese it's sneak attack. Thing. Yeah, yeah you, you just do that. Chinese yeah. sneak attack. It's freaky, man. <laughs> So, the way yeah. they talk about that in Electric Boogaloo yeah. is great. Was that the one that they had the red carpet premiere in a parking lot? I think so. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And then cuz they wanted he wanted like a uh, 4 million or something and like uh you know Menachem Golan yeah. um 
was like, yeah, no, no problem. So he gets him the money, and everyone's like, you know, like you know, the the co-owner of, of Canon, Menachem Golan. <laughs> that's how you say it. I don't uh, know. I can't believe you can actually. It's pretty good. Announce. That's good, really good. Yeah, man. please. Uh, um, Menachem. Please. I've seen enough documentaries on that guy <laughs> that, that I just remember how it's pronounced. So um, they were like, yo. Who the fuck put Sylvester Stallone in a movie and has him not kill anyone? <laughs> like they were just like, "What the oh, fuck are you doing?" <laughs> so that's pretty funny. Uh, all right, so my number four is a movie that changed life. Okay, the last thing I was ever in uh, uh, for Halloween, the last time I ever dressed up was a ninja. Because of Revenge of the Ninja. Yes. That's the shit. Yes. All right? Motherfucking, like, in the 80s, ninjas were the shit. (laughs) You would go buy ninja stars. You you weren't going to kill anyone. You get them out of the back of a magazine in the 80s. That's it. Deadly throwing stars when I was 10 years old. You would just go. Was it it Black Belt magazine? Everything. Soldier of Fortune. I went to Busy Bee in Queens. To go fucking buy them ninja stars, and it was just like you would just throw them, but like, and then we would do like the ninja prayers. There was like this with all the hands and shit. Yo, yo, our ninja game was crazy because of this movie. So, Revenge of the Ninja, uh, Shokasuki, like, I, I guess it was the second one because Enter into the Ninja was the first, and Ninja 3 was. The third one, but this one was my what was favorite. The, what was the third? The third one I've yet to Ninja see. Three, Domination. The Domination. They I, made I know, I know I gotta see that. movies. They made a quite They a did, few. Yeah. yeah. Watch out after Nailgun Massacre. Yeah. They're right next door to each other. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, that's my number four. Uh, number three, Lang. Uh, number three, Last American Virgin. Mm. Nice. That was a good um, one. 1982 that came out. Uh, I thought it was, I, I remember watching that again a lot as a kid. Um I thought it was a good job of a, you know, it had the, it, you know, all the trappings of an 80s teen sex comedy, but there was a lot of good drama in it, too. I thought it was like a teen movie, but it wasn't patronizingly written about teenagers. I thought it was, uh, it, it had good moments and a lot of funny moments, you know, TNA, too. Uh, hot Diane Franklin back in the day, shout out. Um, best use of an Ario Speedwagon song in the history of film. Um... I liked it a lot. That's a challenge yeah. out there for all you sappy, filmmakers. But it was a good, it was a good film. I thought it was well written for for one of those, you know, in the Porky's generation. I thought Definitely it was solid. Very overlooked a, a lot of times. A little bit, too, yeah, so. yep. But um, all right, so Dan, number three, number three, another horror one, and that's New Year's Evil. Mm. Another um, good. This was. Uh, this was one I didn't see till recently, the last few years. You know, I, a lot of that stuff, you know, a lot of the horror movies when these came out and back in the day, I wasn't, you know, as you guys know, my parents didn't let me. That's it. So, uh, yeah, this is, uh, it's it's as simple as it gets, but it is just, it's got everything you want. It's shitty acting. Um, it's a sla- It's a great slasher flick. It's kind of got a cool twist. You know, with the end, and then you got the soundtrack, which is it's like a punk rock soundtrack, right? Mm. So, it's 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 like punk rock slash just rock, but they have, if you remember, they have like this was kind of like the, the you could tell that Cannon was cashing in on punk rock with this film. So, oh, so there's this moshing thing going on. Yes, that's right. Okay, so we'll just have these segments. 
yeah. with these people. They're they're called punk rockers. Oh, oh, okay. So they have like these mohawks, right? All right, we'll have these segments where they just kind of like run into each other, even when the band's playing a slow song. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that has move no, right there. nothing to do with mosh. The I last... don't care how you get it in. I want punks. I want high hair. I want some moshing. Okay, I don't care Leather where jackets. it fits in the film. Yoram and and Menachem. <laughs> Get it in. The theme song, uh, New Year's Evil, is fucking phenomenal. I mean, like a great song. And they wanted to cash in also, like Friday the Thirteenth or like anything like. Well, the holidays, holidays. Yeah. the holidays. Yeah, yeah. There, was, like, there was New, New Year's, perfect. We'll do it. Well, yeah, I think the only yet. other one is uh, Bloody New Year's. That's the only one I could think of, mm. and that is god awful. That's an English film, right? Yeah. yeah, when they go into so some it, like. Uh, Abandoned house. Yeah, like on an the island. hotel. They're on an island. Yeah, that movie's fucking shit. It's terrible. Complete shit. Yeah. Yes. Cover is misleading. Yes. Uh, number three, Parker. Ninja Three: The Domination. Oh wow! wow. Mm. Remember how they described this in the documentary? Uh, Exorcist meet, meets Flashdance <laughs> meets uh, a ninja movie. I mean, just that opening scene on the golf course, man. I just yeah. remember being like a little kid. I'm like, this fucking guy has killed like 52 golfers. He's killed everyone. And then they shot him like a zillion times. Yeah. So. And then he like burrows into the fucking sand yeah. and he's like breathing out of like a silly straw. Yeah. Uh, remember that? <laughs> and uh, it's funny because uh, that girl, like, Ke- Kelly it. from Breaking 2 yeah. and Breaking was in it, you know. And, uh, yeah, just, I never just, saw that, that many uses of ninja stars in, the, in an opening scene, you know? Like chaos. Yeah. The movie was just so, like you said, the exorcism. It's like putting it in a blender and just yeah. whatever the, fucking came out. The exorcism know? meets flash dance meets a ninja. <laughs> like All that stuff uh, is hot right now. Let's yeah. get it in. Get it in. <laughs> and you, you, like, if you watch the documentary, you see these two guys, and that's how they were thinking. They were well, thinking, like... Yeah, we could shoot five films that rip off each one of those individually, yeah. but we could just make one and throw it <laughs> all in together. Save budget. <laughs> Save budget. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, those guys were, were definitely innovators. So. Businessmen. All right, so my number three is you know keeping it keeping it ninja, uh, American Ninja. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, American man. fucking Ninja man, Michael Michael the Dudikoff. Dude, Dudikoff, Judy Aronson. You know One of my eighties crushes. Yeah. What about Judy Aronson? She was uh, the uh, girlfriend in Weird Science, the dark haired girl. Okay. Oh, yeah. nice. Oh, Still that's smoking right. high. Yes. Yes. She. Yeah. Okay. I feel, wasn't she in a, in, in a Hollywood? She was in, in Friday, a Friday the Thirteenth. Four, went skinny right? dipping. Yeah, she did. the she Corey four. Feldman one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She's a fox. She yeah. is. Pretty I met her at a chiller. Attractive. Nice. Well, back very then. attractive. Still. Very, very, very. Still. Uh, but yeah, American Ninja just uh, cashed in. I guess they were thinking, like, you know what? Fuck these Asian people. They're like, how could we? <laughs> how could we muscle in? You know, so much for that Filipino that fucking too. viewer. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm just uh, saying that's what they were thinking. We're welcoming of everyone on this podcast. We're not supportive of that. Yeah, no, no, no. But uh, still, uh, just a, a great '80s action movie. Yeah. Uh, terrible. I, I like the second one, but then the sequels just kept going. And um, did Mike, Michael Dudikoff left? left right? He left after the second one. And then they got this other dude to do three and four. But then I guess during three and four, Michael Dudikoff was like, "Shit." I have no jobs coming in, so he went back on the fifth. Nice. He was just like, "Fuck it." I'm How like, did that feel? Yo. Make that call. <laughs> and you know what's funny? He went back, and 
he starred in the movie with the guy who did three and four. So they wow. were wow. He was come a, back for less money. Yeah, though. he was like <laughs> he was like the dude in Iron Maiden. He was like Janet Gers when like fucking Dave Murray and uh, uh, Adrian uh, Smith leaves oh and comes back, and they're like, "Well, you we're not stay. kicking out the guitarist. You left. Mm-hmm. Now there's three of you. So <laughs> make you, it work. You can go fuck <laughs> you guys. Figure it out. You guys figure it out. All right. I'm gonna I play this baseline. <laughs> All right, American Ninja, my number three. Lang, number two. Uh, number two, uh, Hard Rock Zombies. Mm. 1985. Was that a this, canon film? That was a canon film. Hmm. Yeah. You did look we it watch up. that? No, we never did watch that. This movie, uh, not a lot of people seen it. Probably. I've never uh, even heard of it. I got it from Heavy Metal Movies, okay. written by Mike McBeardo, McPatton on... Uh, bazillion points yeah. i mentioned that every show too but anyway it's all mo- uh, movies related to metal great stuff though so uh, yes yeah, some good st- this movie is so fucking it's batshit insane. crazy it's the gist of it is this band this cheesy band this the singer makes john McHale thor look like kind of cool okay this is how cheesy this motherfucker <laughs> is he's kind of part john McHale thor and part man of war and he uh i'm go- just listening to man of war on the way here by the way <laughs> fighting the world kings of metal Kings of Metal. That's the album after Fighting the yeah. World. Yeah. All right. Good Just title wanted to track. throw that in there. <laughs> Man of War. They're retiring, actually. This is their last tour. Shout out to Man of War. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll be at the Paramount soon. Maybe they'll be here. Yes. Have nothing else going hey, on. Could no. be. We'll ask. Send out an email, Sam. <laughs> um, anyway, they go to this small town to play some show. The locals don't want them to play because they're that fucking crazy rock band. You know how it was in the 80s. <laughs> so they get a deal to play for this family at their mansion or whatever okay it's a crazy family grandpa one hot chick somehow is in there there's a couple of midgets one with an eye patch one with some other kind of deformity sounds like a counter movie okay electrocution happens and the band kind of turns into zombies all right but they're not like totally undead like they could still speak okay and now this is where you think it got weird all right but here's this the fucking capper the grandfather in this family is actually Adolf Hitler. Yep. Oh, my <laughs> nah. God. He's fucking really Adolf Hitler. Yeah. He's not an Adolf Hitler supporter. He's actually Adolf. He didn't die, and he's still got plans to take over the world. Oh, so now these hard rock zombies have to fight Adolf Hitler and his Nazi midgets. Yes. That <laughs> happened in 1985. Uh, thanks people, to Canon Films. Please watch wow. it. Yes, small people. Small people. <laughs> With- yeah. Uh, just, all right. I've never even heard of that, so yeah. I'm, I'm gonna have to watch uh, that because yes. it sounds outrageous. You, need, it. you yeah. need to. It's yeah. it's it's one of the kind of ones too that you're gonna it's you're gonna enjoy it of its badness. Mm-hmm. It it it's it's a holy grail of like okay. that crazy shit and '80s montages with shitty hard rock. My girlfriend's going away for a week to Arizona, so I'm gonna watch. <laughs> you're gonna want to watch that without her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, Dan. Uh, Cobra. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 Once again, the fake Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mm -hmm. who was in Miracle Mile. That needs, uh, that doesn't really have a, 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 uh, like a really good release, does it? Cobra? Yeah. I I don't think it's on Blu-ray, is it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. That's a crime if it, if it's true. (laughs) I think a lot of these films have not really gotten proper releases. Like, I think Scream Factory or Arrow, they really need to get on some of these. Maybe the ones we mentioned. Probably not most of them, though. <laughs> <laughs> I like how much taller Brigitte Nielsen is than 
Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> oh my god! He's got his little boots on too. <laughs> they dated, right? Yeah, they definitely. Yeah. Dated. Oh yeah, yeah. The fourth flavor. <laughs> then her and Foofy Foofy went out. You know? Yeah. Oh my so, god! Right. What's your number two, Parker? Uh, number two, it's the uh, double shot of Chuck, which is Delta Force. Yeah. So I remember seeing this in uh, the Sunrise Mall movie theater, and halfway into the fucking movie, there was actually a fucking blackout. The whole fucking Sunrise Mall um, <laughs> lost power, and the fucking... That's how good the movie was. Yeah, and the, <laughs> and the, the fucking power. You know, and they were walking around with flashlights, escorting everybody out, and they were just like, well, if you guys want your money back, you got to wait online, and we'll give you back the $5 or whatever. I was just like, fuck the money, man. Like, I want to see how many more fucking commies fucking Chuck fucking took yeah. down, you know? <laughs> so... I don't think I finally saw it for maybe another two years after that, and I remember watching it, remembering where the power went out, and uh, the ending was great of that fucking movie. You and I have definitely the same two-in-one then. Uh-oh. Okay. That's fine. So, yeah, uh, my number two is, is Delta Force as well. And I remember watching it as, as a kid and not really understanding the whole, like, Palestine and Israel mm-hmm. thing. And just being like, wait, what does that mean? They yeah. want Jews yeah. and like people with Jewish last names. I'm like, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> I just knew that he was like killing mad people and and fucking like McCoy. It's a go and oh, it's like take him down. Oh, the fucking so good. That's best. I don't know. That shit. That shit pumps you out, right? That's my number two. So um, we only have a couple of lists here, so I'm, I'm going to read yeah. them. You, you have yours? I got zero. Oh, you got zero? Yeah. You got? I got two. Big shout got, out uh, to my friends. I got, Rob, <laughs> yeah, I got Rob Link, whose number five is Breaking Two. Number four is Rockula. You guys wow. remember that one? Wow. No. I heard that. That's, uh, I'm interested. That's actually, funny enough, we were talking about summer school earlier. That's actually Chainsaw. From uh, from summer school, I don't know much about that, but I think he's a vampire and he's in like a rock band. And I'm there, so yeah, done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, where is it? Yeah, number three, he's got Bloodsport. Nice. Uh, number two, Cobra. Number one, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Two. Uh, honorable mention, he has the movie Link. You know, haha, last name. Okay. Hey, get it. Uh, Mike Grande has number five, Mannequin. Which I don't know if that's a cannibal. It is. Movie. It is. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Fuck, man. She was hot too. Number four, over the top. Number three, Invaders from Mars. Number two, Firewalker. Okay. Oh shit! That Remember was that? Uh, Louis Gossett yep. and fucking and Chuck, Chuck Norris. Yeah. Yeah. And number one, Haunted Honeymoon. Nice. Wow. Gene Wilder, right? Yes. Right. Yep. I got. Uh, I got your, your buddy. I got uh, Michael Frias. Oh, Mikey. He has uh, number five, Breaking Two, Electric Boogaloo. Number four, which I love for my boy Tong Po, Kickboxer. Nice. I like when he puts the uh, crushed up glass mm. and they fight each other. So good. Uh, number three, Over the Top. <laughs> number two, Bloodsport. And number one, Cobra. Cobra getting a lot of love. Oh, yeah. A lot, a lot of love. Oh, man. yeah. A lot of mm-hmm. love. Good thing. Marion Cobretti. Uh, then I have Mike Randall. Uh, let's see. Mike Randall got, uh, number five, Missing in Action. Oh. Okay. Uh, okay. Good one. Number yep. four, Cobra. 
Uh, number three, he has alien contamination. The Ooh. fuck is that? He said it's like an Italian gore flick, oh. kind of like a uh, rips off. I think aliens. aliens. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, number two, he has Revenge of the Ninja, and number one, of course, with his random pick, Goodbye Uncle Tom. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> I can't believe someone mentioned that. I know that movie. It's a fucked up movie. Mm. Yeah, that's what he said. So. Yeah. yeah, it's about slavery in a really graphic fucking way. It was very controversial. Mm. It was done by these guys that did all those. Uh, remember the, the, those Mondo Kane oh, yeah. series? Yep. They did this movie, uh, and it was okay. fucking savage, especially for its time. Yeah. Yeah, fucked up. Um, yeah, okay. So, number one. Number one, I did have Death Wish 3, which I said, you know, which we talked about before. Uh, Over-the-top crazy shit. So, I'm going to pull one out of my ass here. Back up. Nice. Uh, I'm going to go with Highlander. Nice. That Highlander. could be only be one. Yes. The sequels were bad, but uh, I love that movie. Oh. I remember seeing it in the theaters. Christopher Lambert? Yes. Yeah. He was he was in a movie that's always forgotten with Ice-T, uh, which brings me to Body Count, who put out a great record. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That last Body Count's really good. Killer. What's up with that? How is it so good? They had a long time to make it. We should have been li- you know? talking about that instead of Stomp 442 this whole time. Um. When you listen to the first, the first one's so ridiculous. I think it was the novelty. Like, yeah. wow, Ice T's made. I mean, you know, Evil D and like cop talking killer, about his evil dick. Yeah, like so KKK it's, bitch. It's very silly. But this was, you know, more. S- Super, like, the guitar very well tone done. is fat. Yeah. As hell. Um, yeah. Well, here's but, the thing there was a little bit of help with the writing. Not much, but you, Butch had, Walker? you had Doc. From uh, God forbid, right? God forbid. Uh, okay, uh, and that well, makes. Sense. I don't know why they got these guys, but a couple of the guys from Seven Dust. Okay, oh. um, I think when they when you tour, but I don't think it was like it was like oh. Mustaine played on something too. Max Mustaine Cavalera, did the Cavalera was on it, yeah. right? Yeah, Mustaine did a solo on. He something. did a solo, yeah. and yeah. He, he he does that spoken word intro. Yeah. Right, um, it's a solid record. But I was he, impressed. They they, uh, they made a movie together, Chris Lambert and Ice T, called Mean Guns. Okay. Mm. Very weird, underrated movie that no one ever God, speaks yeah. of. Yeah, Mean Guns. Check mm. it out. Oh, it's nice. like a shoot 'em up movie. Yeah, so uh, I got Highland. I also wanted to give a shout out because I don't think anyone's gonna say a Barfly with Mickey yeah. Rourke. Um, I love Charles Bukowski. I thought it was a good app. Adaptation. Anything with with, with Rourke, um, I I would have thrown Year of the Dragon as my number one, mm-hmm. but it was uh, internationally released by Canon. I f- uh, think uh, MGM released it in yeah. the U.S. So. Well, Canon distributed some things. They yeah. produced other things. They were all over the place. So. But yeah, that's my shit. Number one, Danter. Well, uh, before I get to number one, just honorable mentions: Enter the Ninja and Cyborg. Oh. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um. Early Which Van Dam. Early Van mm-hmm. Dam, and I think it's overlooked. I think it kind of got a bad rep. The dude from Point Break. And the dude yes. from Point Break. Yes. Um, so my number one is Bloodsport. Yeah. Uh, nice. Frank I mean, Dukes. That just put. I mean that 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 put Van Dam on the map for me, man. Like that just. Did you want to enter the Kumite? <laughs> I wanted I wanted to do martial art moves in slow motion. Yeah. That's what I wanted to do. You wanted to beat people up in slow motion? I wanted <laughs> to beat the shit out of people in slow motion how he did it and I'd do a slow motion. Ah. I wasn't going to steal it. <laughs> Fucking, um, like stealing. They were trying to steal that samurai sword or something <laughs> and he catches them in the beginning. I wasn't going to steal it. <laughs> they get a little Van Damme. 
and, and it was funny. I was just listening to a, a, a friend's podcast, a friend's podcast of mine, and they were talking about uh, what's his name? That's from Revenge of the Nerds too. That's in there. He's also in oh Blood Donald Sport. Gibb. Yes, and uh, Ogre. Yeah, yeah. He was talking about how him and Van Dam hated each other. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I have you heard anyone that's worked with Van Dam? That's I remember that Chuck Zito story yeah. about beating his ass. Yeah. That was a good one. That Mark is stern. Good, yeah. uh, Knocked him out at scores. Yeah. So. All right. Well, there you have it. Parker, number one. Oof. Here we go. Invasion USA. Yeah. We yes. have the same number one. I mean, holy fuck. This guy just fucking kills everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that. That's, that's really all you can say about it's it. Got I mean, that great Chuck Norris. 80s America, Red Dawn kind of. Everyone's I don't against think, us, but we can take yeah. that kind of vibe to it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen the use of an M16 grenade launcher by multiple people in any other movie. I yeah. mean, they're Rich- blowing up fucking houses. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> R- Richard Lynch as yeah. the bad guy fucking yes. killed it. I mean, uh, oh, yeah. you know, he's in the swamp and they blow up the fucking guy's house and. <laughs> Uh, it's time oh my god <laughs> it's time to die it's so good um fucking chuck Norris oh my god i can't i mean fucking uh, beard was meticulous i mean all time i would even yes. i would even consider that a a christmas movie yeah you know okay because there's that whole scene you know when they're in the uh the shopping mall the and mall. the kids throwing that little fucker is throwing the fucking bubble gum and the security guard goes after him and then you know the truck breaks through the glass and here comes Chuck with his, you know, his two under the uh, under the armpit, you know, machine guns. He's and not even out looking. Everybody. He's nah. just shooting. Oh, <laughs> just spraying. Yeah, just kills everybody. <laughs> Whoever's walking anywhere uh. there, like, it's an open, mo- he's just spraying uh. bullets everywhere. <laughs> but that last scene in the city is just insane. Yo, yeah. every, like, I've never seen more people die in a yeah. movie. Yeah. Like, it's got to be up there. Yeah. <laughs> I think the record is the, the remake of Rambo. Yes, not I the, heard it's that. It's on a remake. It continues. Yeah. The last but one yeah. I heard that that was Holy the number one. Shit. But Invasion USA has got to be right up yeah. there. Ah, uh, they killed everyone in the U.S. <laughs> <Yeah>. Basically, like <laughs> completely. Like uh, there's a, mercenaries or whatever they mm-hmm. were. They invaded the U.S. and mm-hmm. Chuck Norris killed every single took, one. Took them all yes. down like, on top of every. Like he like just he was just killing mm-hmm. everyone. There's no way he didn't kill at least Even 500 Even they had a gang of high school kids yeah. to take out the entire army, yeah. but this was just one man. He beat, yeah. up, he beat up that big guy. I remember the big guy, the steroid guy. Yeah. <laughs> beat wow. him up. It doesn't matter. He's just... It's fucking Chuck Norris, man. Uh, yeah, Billy Drago was in there. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So. Wow. Classic. Which is funny because he did uh, Delta Force 2 mm-hmm. later on. So. Yep. Uh, but... All right, so since my number one is Invasion USA, I'm, I'm going to take a minute here to basically say that uh, I'm going to shout out two movies. Uh, King Solomon's Mind. I loved it. I don't know. It's, I never saw it, but his laughter makes me want to see it. Alan Quartermain sucked. King, Sol- King Solomon's Mind was like Indiana Jones. It, it A ghetto version? <laughs> uh, What's wrong with the ghetto? The Jesus cannon. Christ. I, I mean, a poor man's version, however you want to put it. The the thing that was funniest, funniest about those was, you know, I, I checked those out after I saw the, you know, Electric Boogaloo mm-hmm. documentary. And I love the, the, what drew me to that was the story about the first or second one. I don't know which, which one was. The second one was terrible. The first I one. I think was it bad. had to be the first one. And one of the cousins, the owners of Canon, was like, uh, 
he had just seen Romancing the Stone, and he wanted to do Romancing the Stone. Which so, is very, yeah, that's what it was kind of. That's what it kind of was. You know, there was that, there was Indiana Jones, and he tells someone that's, you know, doing the movies, he goes, get me stone, get me stone. And they're just like, okay, so they get Sharon Stone. Yep. Not what he meant at all. Not what he meant at <laughs> all. Not what he meant at all. And a star is born. Yeah, right. And a star is uh, born. Yeah. And you know, and hated from day one too. A star is <laughs> they, born. They, they hated casino. her. Yeah. Casino. Oh, great Ace casino. Instinct, that yeah. fucking shot. <laughs> um, but and also uh, Exterminator Two. Oh, good with one, Mario Van People. I don't think yep. I saw the second one. I saw the first I've not one. Seen the I never saw the you first the one. one. It's fantastic, Wait, it's dude. It's a whole the day second tomorrow. one I saw because like it was just one of those things that was out in the theater. I think it was like '84, and you figure I was like six years old, and like sure. my uncle took me to a movie, and it's just New York gritty grime, yeah. fucking like punks with graffiti and like street gangs and like that's Wish Three. Yeah, it was just it was just Four, great. I don't five. think Death Wish was in New York though. It was actually filmed in London. Wow, that's even. But it was supposed to be that's New even York. Fucking weirder, you know. Um, but just like Rumble in the Bronx, Jackie Chan no. shot in Canada. So, <laughs> um, what I want to say is uh, definitely check out Electric Boogaloo: The Story mm-hmm. of Canon. Um, should still be on Netflix. Um, it's if, at your local library too. Yeah, yeah there just you so go. you know, yeah, <laughs> get that in there. I'm telling you. And, oh, and the it. cousins did their own. They I did believe. their own, and I saw it, and it, it was kind of terrible. Really? Go, 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 boys! I want to um, see it still. because they, yeah, of course. But you know what I did enjoy was uh, a farewell to the cinema. So this guy did a documentary on on Menahem Golan. Um, <clears throat> I guess around the time that he died. So like, because the end of the movie is just like how he passes away and all this other shit, and you see this old man. Living in, I think, in Israel somewhere because everyone wasn't speaking English, so I assume. And he's still trying to get these movies made, but he he's just some like old man shuffling around with like fucking you know scripts, trying to email people. Um, he has no power. He That's writes. Really what does he write? He writes some fucking shitty movie called The Sniper. Um, and he's like, I'm going to get Al Pacino. <laughs> he fucking keeps the whole movies, him trying to get this movie made. And they're just like, yeah, Al said he likes it. And, you know, we'll see how this goes. He even had a script for the, for a sequel to Kinjite <laughs> forbidden, <laughs> the forbidden, whatever the fuck oh that fucking God. shitty Charles Bronson movie. Wow. Yeah. So wow. it, it was just like the, like, that's really depressing. A, an eighty-year-old guy still trying to do this stuff, but everyone was or just kinda like, "Like, is it kind of good? Like the story of Anvil? Like, yeah, they still out there trying oh. to. That's his reason for living, even though he has no hope. Like, Anvil has no hope of really making. Yeah, it Anvil just has no idea that they're terrible and right. we're always terrible. Well, this guy doesn't either. That but is, is it inspiring, true. like Anvil, or sad and depressing, like no, I am right wasn't. now? <laughs> it wasn't very inspiring. <laughs> okay. Because you see his family and his his daughter like takes him around and he's he's like one of those old pe- old people that eats egg and has it hanging. Oh. On the side of his but maybe that's like his only thing that maybe like if it, that if they're like listen the script ain't and no one's making this fucking movie he's just gonna drop dead right there. Uh, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
knows? Death rattle is out. So oh, like, Pacino. <laughs> get him on the phone. The whole movie is him trying to get Al Pacino to do this movie called The Sniper. <laughs> and it's, the whole thing is up on YouTube. It's called Farewell to Cinema. I'll be watching it tomorrow. Fuck yeah. Um, awesome. And it's just, you. I guess it is sad because everyone around him knows that it's over. Mm. And he's just some old man shuffling, and he, he's emailing these people, but somebody has to write it for him because he can't um, even fucking type. And <sighs> the other guy, Yoram Globus, doesn't eat, like his cousin doesn't even fuck with him no more. He's just like wow. he he um, he wanted to bring the documentarian that was with him to a meeting, and he was like, nah. So he was all pissed. He didn't bother talking to Tom Berenger. No. No. Substitute man. <laughs> Shattered. Yo, Tom Berenger was awesome in, in Shoot to Kill. That was a movie no one remembers. It was him and C- Sidney Poitier. Mm. He had uh, and Christy a, Alley. Oui, oui. He had a huge line at Chiller. Oh, wait, I saw looks that back. Did he? Yeah. Not so long ago. That was good. Wow. Major yeah. League mostly. Oh, there you go. Sure. Major League. Platoon. That was a big one. They put him me. next to the guy, uh, the star from Airwolf. And Airwolf? Wasn't he in Fucking Jan Man- Michael Pierce? In, uh, Sure. Wasn't that his name? Jan Michael Vincent. <laughs> oh, Jan oh, Michael, Michael Vincent. He's a fucking yeah. Who the fuck is wreck. Jan Michael Pierce? I, I think you made sure. that name up. Wasn't Berenger in? Uh, I could have this wrong. Wasn't he number? in Manhunter? The uh, no, that was uh, Peterson. Yeah. Oh yeah, Peterson. William. Yeah, that's right. Like to live and die in L.A. All these fucking L. white people look the same. Yeah. Yeah. To live and die. All right. So another you know eight hour episode is in the books. Anthony is going to like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure Hugo and Anthony will pick this one apart. I could see his little angry emoji face. Well, he'll, he this. writes angry emojis for everything. I know. That's his shtick. That's his thing. Yeah. It's like, uh, uh, you know, I just won the lottery and he just like hits like the tear. <laughs> I like that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's his move. It's his leg drop. <laughs> yeah. So, um, coming up, the they last can fact check us, I guess. Once we put this up, <laughs> yeah, in we're going to put forward this up. to that. Um, the the next two guests that we have are going to be one and two. So it's going to be my friend Paul Travers, um, who made a movie called Old Thirty Seven, and uh, the day after, we're going to get uh, you know, Parker's favorite front man, George Reynolds from Mind Over Matter, and wait. everything wait. else. Uh, so we're going to talk to those two guys. Those will be re- the remainder episodes of uh, May, I guess we're in. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's it. It's been awesome. Thanks, Dan, for the yeah, shirts. Thanks, thanks for oh, no. coming to hang. Thank you, guys, man. Appreciate it. We're not Anytime. editing shit. No. no. We're going to just throw it up. Uh, click onto the SoundCloud. Hey, and if you're listening this far, it's because you give a shit. Uh, just... Leave us a review on iTunes because favorable review. Yeah, <laughs> uh. yeah. If you hate it, just don't like, write keep it, it to your fucking self. <laughs> yeah, nobody cares what you think <laughs> unless it's good. <laughs> Yo, for real, I saw I saw all five stars, and then somebody gave it a four, and I was like, Is that dude from the Philippines? I don't know. I think that was him. I don't know who, who that was gave me us. actually. Was it? Yeah, yeah sorry. Thought we weren't ready yet. Yeah, <laughs> I did it. If I rated it again, it would be five stars. I think we're hitting the swing. Right. But say five stars yeah. for the sniper. Shout out to everyone all over the world listening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very strange. So hopefully, uh, all my people in Ireland. Yeah, the Langans and the Parkers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. They're gonna stop listening once they realize you guys are not related. I can't wait to till them. when Norway starts tuning in. Nice. I'm so That's psyched, it. man. <laughs> all right, we're good. Later. Peace. Bye.
Ooh, ooh. <laughs>